You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. Welcome back. Episode 64 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. And you know what? I just have to say, every time I listen to that intro, you hear the horns and, and you get pumped up. You know? Like, Gotta love it. Oh, those are great. Those are great. Uh, but this is... This episode. The, this episode. The Packers got their ass kicked episode. Yeah, it's great. It's it, going to be a good episode. Yeah, it just makes you feel a lot better. Yep, the highs are really high right now. Like, you don't care who <laughs> wins the Super Bowl anymore. It's like, oh, great. Like, good game. You, you, yeah, and I you can smoke the Packers. Yep. You can just watch the game, not worry about fucking Aaron Rodgers. Yep. a Lombardi trophy. Yep, make, make some stupid bets. It'll be great. Great time. Honestly, it makes me feel better about the Vikings. Watching well, like just that how they beat the Packers worse than they beat us. Like at True. least we like put up a little bit of a fight. We we're down four at halftime. Yeah, it was. They were down like twenty-seven nothing at halftime. That's embarrassing. And like, yeah, we were giving up five-yard chunks repeatedly. They were giving up like fifteen-yard chunks. It was like they were getting holy smokes. How was, can we get these lanes for Delvin Cook? Like, what are they doing in San Francisco? That's just. Like, I have no idea what's in that water, but I want to get some of that. I think that. it's just like George Kittle, just that good of a blocking tight end that he just, I don't know, like it's like. Irv Smith has call, to hang out with that guy. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, but no, yeah, you're, you're just want to say every play they call, like. They, they didn't even have to pass. They literally, it's not like, like Kyle Shanahan likes to run, likes to pass, but it's like he was literally like, oh, I kind of thought I'd have to mix it up, but I guess they can't stop me at all. Did Garoppolo throw a pass in the second half? Yeah, he did. He okay. did eventually. I, the Packers cut it to, like, was it 20? Was it 14 at any point? 34 to 20? I think that there was a point. Yeah, yeah it, was it was like, oh, wait, 20. maybe. And then it's like, oh, wait, no, the Packers but, defense but can't like stop anyone. The Niners playing, they were just playing soft cover three, and it was yeah. like garbage time. It was Rodgers got three. He ended up with like 300 yards passing. He it was actually, all like garbage yeah. time. He besides that pick, which was terrible. He actually like to me, he played fine. It wasn't like they're to me. I mean, they scored zero in the first half, but they fumbled a snap. Uh, didn't he? Well, he threw the pick. They had five turnovers or something like that. Didn't yeah, they? yeah. I mean, he moved the. They moved the ball. It's just when eventually, literally, once they let them move the ball, they can move the ball. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, it was. I mean. It's just not good when you can't stop someone from running the ball. It's just like demoralizing. It's like so they're just gonna keep flipping into this. That's what the Titans were doing. They weren't able to do it against the Chiefs. Yeah, but like that's what the Niners are doing right now. They're just running on teams repeatedly. Like they probably have a game plan of like you know we'll we'll run the ball and pass the ball and then all of a sudden it's like well why throw the ball when we're getting eight nine yards per carry? Yeah, why even risk doing anything besides what's working? Not even, like, against us where it was, like, five, six yards. It's working for a first down, like, every time we pitch the ball. Yeah. Uh, and <clears throat> Packers were frauds. We said it all along. And somehow they made the championship game, which I'm going to say was mostly our fault. Because we beat the Saints, they got to play a really, I thought, like, shoddy Seahawk team that also played the Josh McCown Eagles. So all the Packers did was win one playoff game. So did we. We beat the Saints. They beat the Seahawks. I'm going to yeah, say Saints but, are better than the Seahawks. But, like, that's 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 what happens when you get a first-round bye. You know, yeah. you only have to win you one game to get to the title game. Yeah. Um, Isn't it crazy that the 49ers were, like, inches away from being the five seed? Yeah, on that final play. Yeah. I feel like they still probably would have rolled through the playoffs. 
So who would they have? They would have played the Eagles. No. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. Eagles. They right. would have played the Eagles. The Packers would have been one. One seed. Yep. One seed. So we would and have we would played, have played the, Seattle. We would have played Seattle. And the two seed would have been the Saints. Probably beat Seattle. Go to Green Bay. It's probably. I mean, and we would have beat Green Bay. And then we would have gotten. And we would have stopped. had to pray that the 49ers somehow had a fluke game. Not that we, of course, would have beat Green Bay. They beat us twice, but they're frauds. So we would have beat Green Bay, and then 49ers would have beat the Eagles easily, and then played the Seahawks, which would have been an amazing – no, no, we would have played the Seahawks. No, we would have we played would have, So Bay. they would have played the Saints. So it would have been 49ers versus the Saints. Uh, yeah. So we would have hoped that another – so Shoot hopefully, it was and like hopefully, 42 yeah, last time those played. 48, 46 or something like that. It was God, even, that would have been the revenge tour. So and then Blair Walsh then, versus the Seahawks, and then, Packers, and then Saints. We already proved we can beat the Saints, and then you get the Chiefs uh, Super Bowl two or whatever the fuck that was. Four, four, whatever. Yeah. <sighs> revenge tour twenty twenty. Oh man! But in the, the NFL, night. in the NFL's hundredth year. Oh, stars are aligning. <laughs> God, we but, fucked up. We fucked up. Well, the Seahawks fucked up we'll see by not it. getting that one extra yard. Yeah. Regardless, the 49ers were the clear. Like we talked about, like the tiers going into the playoffs. Sure looked like it's 49ers up here, and then it was probably like us, Packers, Saints, and then Seahawks, Eagles. Like, I, don't I don't know. Could you – I mean, the Seahawks hung with, hung with the Packers. So do you put Seahawks up there or do you put the Packers down there? Packers won. I don't know. Right on. Uh, All right. It's hard to say because we didn't. And we also didn't get to play him, so you don't know where to put us. But we were the second best team in the NFC. Clearly, it's clear. You know? <laughs> it's clear. It's pretty clear. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I'll. I'll take that. I'll take that. It does look like. I don't know. Maybe the sky's not falling as bad. Like I just like what other team is that much better than us besides the 49ers? And like that's it's just this year. Next yeah. year. Next year. And I know you look different. at their roster and it's like I don't know how they get worse, but like somehow the Rams did. Eagles when they won their Super Bowl, it's like this team's stacked. Like, yeah, they, get, they, get Wentz, they get once over Foles, yeah. this and that. Let's just be pieces. really happy that we're in the NFC because Patrick Mahomes is yeah, light years better than let's everyone. Move to that game because Patrick Mahomes is incredible. Like, thank God that the Bears traded up for Trubisky oh and God. not Patrick Mahomes. Well, it, even think of that. Like, it's. Watson is also in that draft, so it's Watson, Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. They're all in the AFC. Who's like, what do we have? Rodgers at 38? I mean, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Um, like, Jimmy Garoppolo is shaky as fuck. He threw two balls in that game that, like, were terrible. I could have been picked. And then in our game, obviously, like he threw two right to Kendricks. Cousins doesn't throw almost picks that much. He's just shaky as hell, like, you know, in the pocket. I'm not saying Cousins is any good anyways. I'm saying who's, who's the top tier in the NFC? Carson Wentz? No, that guy's trash. <laughs> Drew Brees looks like he's getting old. I, so, getting so old. yeah, like, I mean, your quarterbacks in the NFC are... Russell. Russell Wilson. I mean, Rodgers, Brees, we'll, we'll just say those names. We'll keep him so there for now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Rodgers is a little bit more left than Brees does. I don't know, but it's interesting. But, yeah, who's next? Who do you got for? I like mean, Murray, like like Kyler Murray has stuff to prove. Yeah. Jared Goff, like he's he's not he's not he's not like in that top tier. He's like consistent. He's like Kirk Cousins. Yeah, put him in a good system. That's the thing. Jared Goff made a Super Bowl 
Jimmy Garoppolo made a Super Bowl. Kirk Cousins can make a Super Bowl. Not because of him. But just have have to have the, you just have to have the, pe- the right yeah. pieces to the puzzle. So unless you can guarantee me a Patrick Mahomes, I mean, I'm okay with Cousins. Or, a, you know, even get a Deshaun But Watson. you have to get aggressive to get Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Like, the I, Chiefs were sitting like, at 25, which were at 26, maybe, whatever they were. Yeah, and they packaged to go up and get him. But it's like they saw something in him, which... Like if you, no, no, I get, I get that. Yeah. Like you, if you see some, like if they're, if they better be aggressive if they see that. Let, like, if it, let, like, let's be real. It's obviously not Joe Burrow in this draft because he's going number one. That's yeah. that. But probably not Tua. Like, unless, unless like some medical red flags, like knock him down to like, even like what, say it's nine 12, or 10 or, or yeah. 12. If we think he's that good, that's what, I'd be willing to go get him. Because that's what uh, the Chiefs did for Mahomes at 10. Yep. Um, and then what? There's like... But like Justin Herbert from Oregon, yeah. he might slide. There's that Jordan Love fella. Sounds like he had a rough day at the Senior Bowl today, though. <laughs> um, but like, see, like Justin Herbert's in at like that 9 or 10 or whatever. Yeah. And there's something you see him like, well, you know, he's got everything we think to if you think he be the be one like, for 15 years. Yeah. Ten, Ten years. Let's a, just say ten years. A step above Kirk Cousins, like where a lot of these guys, it's like at at, <coughs> at their best, you probably get a pretty good quarterback. Well, Kirk Cousins is a pretty good quarterback. I need like and like that Herbert fella. That. He he's 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 mobile enough. He's more mobile than Kirk. Like he's so helpful. It's just so helpful. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like he's a pocket passer, but he can move and he throws well on the run. So if you see something like that, like yeah, you you trade. A first this year and next year, and maybe your second round pick to go get the guy, but like it's it's so hard to find that guy. You got to stick with like Kirk Cousins to and just try to find the pieces to the puzzle. Yeah, well, it's like you either have the god quarterback, which is like five teams do, or you have a terrible quarterback, which a handful of teams do, or you just have one of the guys in the middle, and it's like okay, let's try to build around this guy. And it would be nicer if he was our guy. Like, Teddy, he's definitely not in some elite tier. He's probably in a Kirk Cousins area, in my opinion. Some people probably think that's wildly overrated. But I would like – it'd be cooler if we could build around the guy we took. But we don't We don't get to do that. So we got Kirk. Yep. And, like, right now you're saying – or we were, we were talking about who's, like, the, the best of the best in the NFC right now. Like, what are there, 16 teams in each conference? 16, yep. The gap between seven and twelve isn't very big. It, you the, know what it is? It's the team around him. Like Jared Goff last year, everyone would be like, "Of course you would take Jared Goff over Kirk Cousins." Like he went to a Super Bowl. And shit, now even like, five, would. even five to twelve. The, let's just yeah. even broaden the gap. The it's well, again, not very big. Wilson, the, Rogers, Breeze. Who else you got? Wentz. Like the other guys you can mention or that that are out there. But I'd be like, happy to have on my team as a starting quarterback. Matt Stafford. Just, I wouldn't want him. Um, Mitch Trubisky. I'm just throwing the Terrible names out player. there. I'm just throwing the names yeah. out there. Uh, you got Newton. Jared Goff, Cam Newton, uh, Jameis Winston, Matt Ryan, like Matt Ryan. Yeah, uh, Daniel Daniel Jones, Dwayne Haskins, Carson Wentz, Dak, Dak Prescott. Like they're how. It, it's a disgusting group of names, in my opinion. They're all like just in that, like five, yeah, the five to twelve. Yeah. Like it's just, it's meh. Pretty soon, it's just going to be Russell Wilson, unless because even like Joe Burrow's going to the Bengals. Yeah, and Tua might go to the Dolphins. If I'm the Lions, I'm taking Tua at three. 
Yeah, well, one, I don't think Patricia's ever been, like, super happy with Stafford. Like, there was rumors that he was, like, willing to And then the dude broke his back. Yeah, and, and he's 32. And he's never won anything. Like, I know that's always sort of a... Like, and I get it. Detroit fans are like, oh, he's really good. Uh, some Chiefs fan got an argument with a Lions fan about Stafford being better than Mahomes. But that's like that's that's, that's an isolated that, that, incident. We don't need to talk about those crazy people. Yeah, and that's but that's like going back to we've grown this guy. This is our guy. Like yeah, yeah. he's known Stafford for thirteen years and shit like that. And Stafford, like he's fine. I just think I guess I, th- I think of the games against the Vikings, and he never does good against us. We either turn him over a bunch or sack him a bunch, or so it's like I'm not unless, unless he's coming from behind because we're yeah. playing prevent defense and then a fluke thing happens mm-hmm. where we throw on third down Golden and tipped and pick. Yeah, stuff, just it, anyways, we get we get trapped in these quarterback conversations a lot because I feel like I don't know. I feel like we're in quarterback limbo, and you yeah. either have to you either have to be like. On, it's either it's it's one side or the other. Either I want to keep Kirk Cousins for I'm going to extend him, or yeah. it's time to search for a new quarterback. Like there's, and there's, I feel like I like we're both like more in between. It's like it's exactly, and it's so hard. It's quarterback limbo you because look at like, like Twitter though, and it's like either people want to like get rid of Kirk immediately, or it's or um, go find the guy this year and yeah, right. write off Kirk. So I don't, and it's so hard to do that because like. I want a new. I want a quarterback to take this to the next level. Like if, if he's an elite quarterback, yeah, yeah I want. But it's him. not that easy. It, exactly. You know I mean? it, it's so. If I'm, it's so easy to just go get him homes. Yeah, let's do it. Duh. Like, but Kirk Cousins pretty good. How the Chiefs were in quarterback limbo for years. Yeah. When have they? Yeah. Until they got Mahomes, it was Alex Smith. It was Matt Castle. They had like. Uh, that that Cody Broyle or whatever yeah, yeah, Brody yeah. Croyle uh, throwing Brody for him for a little Croyle. while. Like they, they were ju- like a they were like a perennial like never could find a quarterback team. And they were always like just good enough to go seven and nine, yeah. eight and eight, nine and seven. Who was like handing off to like Priest Holmes and Larry Johnson and I have no idea. Trent Green. Trent Green. Yes, that's like their best quarterback. Yeah, and he's like and whatever. They had to trade for him, and thankfully, Kurt Warner happened. Otherwise, they wouldn't have got him. Yeah. They had Elvis Gerbach for yeah, a year. Elvis Gerbach. Uh, well, the thing Joe, is, they traded for Joe Montana. Like even in the nineties, they were searching. They're kind of like the AFC version of us. Like the, their best quarterbacks are like free agent pickups. Yeah, and they like <laughs> I saw, I saw one thing where you got to wait twenty five years after your your baseball team drafts quarterbacks because the uh, the Royals drafted uh, John Elway. And Steve Young, and like a like the baseball oh, draft, yeah. yeah. And then uh, you know they were Hall of Fame quarterbacks, and now twenty five years later they drafted Mahomes. Would they say the Detroit Tigers have drafted more Super Bowl appearance quarterbacks than the Lions have, or something? Because yeah. they drafted Mahomes or something, or drafted yeah, they drafted okay. Mahomes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like I don't, yeah. And they finally, I, the only thing that the thing with the Chiefs, it's like I feel like Andy Reid saw something in Mahomes that I don't really trust our front office to find. Like, Andy Reid's, I don't know, he just seems like he can have an eye for that. Like, that's, like, his thing, offensive, quarterback. Like, he went yeah. McNabb. He turned Vic into a beast. Like, he just seems like he knows what he's doing. He made Alex Smith, like, really good. You know, I didn't even, you know, I wasn't even thinking about Mike Vick, but this was his, like, Eagles Mike Vick offense like, on steroids. When it was, like, well, exactly, yeah. Mahomes is, like, uh, like, the, like, it's just like he literally was like, oh, I got McNabb. This guy's amazing. I'm probably never feeling better than him. Oh, well, this Michael Vick guy's really fucking good. And all of a sudden he gets Mahomes, and he's probably like, holy shit, he's way better than those two. Like, yeah. Uh, who do you think wins? 
49ers. Um, 49ers Chiefs? Uh, Chiefs, yeah. It's so hard because you watch the Chiefs-Titans uh, game, and it's like, there's no way they're losing. Well, even even Houston. Like, yeah, they when they come, came back, and it's like like 50 to whatever. It's like, how the hell you, is anyone stopping them? But then you watch the 49ers, and it's like, how was anyone stopping these guys? It's This is like the first year, I feel like, in a, lo- in a while, where like it's clearly the two best teams made it. Although, I mean, the Ravens might have had a little something to say. We never got to see Ravens. I um, just... They're, seemed a little more style, gimmicky. Yeah, their style of offense. It's, and I don't want to. I don't want to say gimmicky, yeah. just because like just because it's different. It's not a gimmick yeah, offense by any means. Clearly, yeah, it's not. It's not Matt Nagy's offense. Yeah, exactly. But it's it's yeah, it, it's a different style. But I think like they're a running team. The Titans ran the ball a lot. The Chiefs. It, it all depends if the Chiefs like scheme well enough to stop the Niners from running the ball down their throat. Yeah. But at the same time, the the Niners put up 27 points in the first half against the Packers. That might not be enough, even if you are running the ball down the Chiefs. 27? That ain't even close to enough. You might need to double it. Yeah, and 37? Like, you finish I mean, with 37? Niners have a pretty good D, but... But, like, if they're getting gashed and they're able to run the ball down the throat, like, it's going to be strength for strength all day long. All I know is I don't want to see some bullshit, like, 13-7 to 7 at halftime. This game better be a lot of scoring. It should be like that Patriots-Eagles Super Bowl. Not last year's. Last year's, it was like, what is happening? What? 13-3 yeah, to 3 final. Yeah, what a joke. I mean, but that was one where it's like the Saints were the better team. They should have been in there. Yeah. The Rams were like good, but it just felt like. The and the Patriots, I mean, the Chiefs also should have been there. It literally should have been Saints Chiefs last year. The Chiefs, I know the Patriots won the Super Bowl, but like D Ford lined up offsides and completely botched that whole like end of that game. I feel like the Chiefs were the better team last and year. And you know the the, and even if it is Chiefs Rams, that game is probably more appealing. Yeah, well, than, that was the game earlier in that year. That oh, was like yeah. a ridiculous shootout, like fifty one forty eight or something it was like, like that. A really good game. Oh. Yeah, so eh, I don't know. I think uh, we'll t- we'll talk about it next podcast because I think there's the Pro Bowl in between. Yes, but right now I think I'm leaning Chiefs. Right now I'm leaning Niners. Mm-hmm. Would you care to wager on this? Not, <laughs> no, not not this early. You know, I I think if I think we're if we're on different sides by the draft, I think we should have another like uh, n- another wager by the draft or an, by Super the game? Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we'll we'll figure something out. You know, we'll make you wear a I don't know. Another Bills jersey or something? No, not a Bills jersey. Because <laughs> you know those Green Bay T-shirt in Vegas. Don't you? Oh God, that was tie dye, tie dye green. Packers oh, that jersey. was terrible to breakfast. Uh, oh, they like you found a friend. Yeah. Did yeah? Uh, did you see the video of the Packer fan leaving and they're all doing the na 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 na? Oh, they did the same thing to us when we left their stadium. That must be like a San Fran thing. Because oh yeah, they all sang like as you you're doing the like you're leaving early because you're getting your ass kicked. So it's like, you know, fourth quarter or whatever, midway through, and you get up to leave. And yeah, they all just start oh. singing. Like, no, and you deserve it's, that it's, too. Well, yeah, it's like a good way to, instead of like being a dick, like it's kind of like, I don't know, a nice way to it's be like a, It's like a, it's a walk of shame. Yeah. That's because that's what, what you're you taking. what you to those Redskins fans, you know, where you were, you were more berating them, you know. I was not berating them. Get out of here. <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't anything said. like that. Yeah, you were, you know, she was rude to us, so you were rude to her back. Exactly. I remember. I think. Didn't she say, like, I don't know, something stupid? She said you can say excuse me or something like that. I was, like, waiting for her 
to like just I don't want to bother her. Yeah, we were and we were we had our backs turned to her watching the game. Like yeah. I, you, you know, say excuse me. Yeah, you didn't appreciate that. So then they got Ryan, you know, buzzed Ryan um, chirping at him for most of the game. It was not. I didn't even chirp you at him for most of the game. You said something and they turned to you and they were and they said their record. Like, well, yeah, but that was at the like, end. You beat I, like a four and twelve team. Or don't make they it were. sound like I was like chirping at them throughout the game. Though. Oh, I was chirping <laughs> them Cowboy fans. That was good fun. I missed that. Well, though. mostly Jason Garrett, who's now the OC of the Giants. Oh, that's great. Daniel Jones is new Tony Romo. <laughs> so, um, do you want to talk about do we, Stefanski? Was already hired by the Browns, right? Last podcast. Yeah, I, I believe so. I think we so. talked about that Shermer was already basically with the Broncos, too. Yeah, I, I believe we talked mm, about okay. that. So we don't need to talk about that. Except the fact that it sounds like he's stealing our assistant GM also. Yeah, I might take George Patton with him. Yeah. That's upsetting. I don't know what that does, but I just don't like losing it, things. Well, know? yeah, I don't want to lose. He helps Spielman. He seems and, like he's doing a good job. Well, the thing is, is with Patton is he's, like, declined a bunch of interviews before. Yeah. And now he's like, oh, well, you know, Stefanski's there. And... And it seems you know, like it, a modern front office if they're letting that Paul D. Podesta guy run it. So I think it's kind of what he was looking for, what Stefanski wants. Like, not a bunch of old school football guys that are like, oh, yeah, we don't use numbers or anything. That's stupid. We just watch tape. You know, like, yeah. I think it's like a good meld of that. So I don't know. I think, I think if, they, if they build, if they go together and build success, it's going to suck just because it's like, those are our guys. Yeah, they're building like a little AFC Viking staff over there. He he hired out Bill Callahan for the line. Not that he's a Viking guy, but oh, he was someone we mentioned yeah. for the line. And he was a the interim head coach, right, for the Redskins. Yes, last he year? was. Yeah. Oh. He used to be. I think he was a Raiders head coach. So I don't know, someone with some experience on his staff. Oh. We still haven't filled our opening, which no, no. clearly means it's a Kubiak. I would think. Like we're just sort of chilling. We're not even trying to fill it. So didn't. Uh... Uh, Stefanski bring in that Rich Scang- Scangrello. For an interview, yep. The oh. uh, Denver OC. Oh. Yeah, Former Shanahan assistant. Yep. But, yeah, we haven't – I don't even think for defense we've reached out to anybody. Well, it's probably going to be Zimmer. It's probably going to be a Kubiak and a Zimmer running the defense. Just his son and then one of the Kubiaks. Mm-hmm. hope it's Gary. hope it's Clint. <laughs> I hope it's Cause – Because I, I think uh, – because I don't, I think Gary doesn't want like the stress of. Well, that's being what they those. said. Yeah, so like I, I don't want him to like feel like he has to be the offensive coordinator. Yeah, you I know? feel like it's probably he, a bad sign too for Clint if they don't just give him the job. It's like, um, I mean, no, I don't think so because if you're not ready, you're not ready. Yeah, well, it's a sign that he's not ready. I guess not a bad sign. Yeah, you know, just as long as I mean, yeah. I guess I'd rather they admit that than did, did we talk about Andy Filippo going to the Bears? No, we did not. Our hero, John. Oh, Smith. and he's in the freaking division now. It's amazing. Like, I you love saw it. how he made Cousins look like a worse player. How can he make Trubisky look worse? By keeping him in the pocket. Oh, it's <laughs> going to be great. He's not going to roll out. It's going to be amazing. They're I can't gonna wait. They're going to run less. They're going to launch <laughs> deep passes to put their best receiver at the slot. Oh, I can't wait. They don't have a first-round pick, but they're uh, searching hard at tight ends right now. They might draft a tight end in the first round. It'd be amazing. In the first round? Or second round. Oh. Thaddeus Moss? No. Where's he going? I'm not sure. Is he even that, like, is he? He's draftable. I'm sure he's, like, a mid-round guy. Is he explosive? Like, how do you have Randy Moss as a dad and you're, like, you're a tight end? 
Because Randy Moss is a f- physical freak. And you can't. You got to pass that down. Look at look at Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, but who did Randy Moss marry? I have no idea. Yeah. Maybe is it he wasn't. Married? Whoa, who is Thaddeus Moss's mom? <laughs> is she an athlete? Because if she's not an athlete, this might what. This is her fault. This, this is, is why this your what son's you get, a tight end. You get it ain't a tight Randy's end. fault. Because <laughs> yeah, if Randy was having kids with another athlete, you get another like. You you probably get John John Ross, but like <laughs> good. I'm just talking John Ross speed. I want all the all like the. The connections, the digs. I want Trevon, Trayvon Diggs, Antonin Phil Jr., Thaddeus Moss. Let's just get them all. Let's just start. We got any other ones? Sounds Can fun. we bring Jerron Carter back out of the AFL? <laughs> or wherever the hell he is, I think he might be nowhere. He's gone. Um, um, AFL collapsed. It was the CFL. <laughs> the one where he ran through the sidelines? Yeah. That was the best. Scored one touchdown. Oh. Idiot. Uh, should we take a break here and then talk a little uh, offensive review grades? Yeah, let's do it. All right, welcome back. Uh, we'll jump into some off-season review. If you guys remember last year, we had a couple episodes right after the season where we kind of reviewed each position, went over, and then we made like a, uh, a checklist at mm-hmm. the end of it all, what we want to do, this and that. So this checklist is probably going to be a little more lengthy. And I feel like more complicated. Definitely. Like last year's was like, I just feel like very clear what we needed and what we... Retain, replace Anthony Barr. Retain, replace Sheldon Richardson. Yep. Uh, get get new tight end slash third wide receiver. Uh, upgrade deep, the line. Yeah, upgrade like, line. Yeah, you know, uh, but uh, hire an OC that like can you know help maximize. Yeah, be a fucking shit show. Which we did. Which that we was probably like that. Like we checked that one off, and that was probably like the, the biggest, most, the most important. Yeah, I'd say for yeah, this the last season, successful. Yeah, move because otherwise, yeah, we. I mean, Bar came back. Are you happy that? With the bar, absolutely. Yeah, I think I am. Would you have per- like say they could have thrown that money at our lineman or something? Would that have been better? Like, so are we saying are we? I'm getting Andrew Norwell because wasn't he a free agent last I year? Think he the was dude two from years Jackson. ago. Who cares? Say it is Andrew Norwell. Yeah. Or Colecio Semley was a free agent. How about, he got how about that? Uh, um, Roger Saffold. Saffold. Boom. That was the guy. That was the if, guy. That I, yeah, that's what it was. Uh, would Saffold. you rather have Saffold or would you rather have Barr? I'd have Barr. I'm fine with Josh Klein. Say you still get Klein, though. Say he takes Elfline's job. You're still not, you beating, know my, you're still not beating San Francisco. I'm taking Barr. That, the problem is is we... I don't know what our backup plan would have been for Barr because I don't. I think Eric Wilson is a fine like sub linebacker, but I think he gets exposed a lot. And then Gideon, I don't really think he's very good at all. So it's like your drop off is so bad. But and like Saffold's like thirty two. Yeah, there's Barr, an age like, thing too. I'm taking Barr. I'm not looking back at what we did. Yeah, I'm not like doing you know jumping up and down over like Anthony Barr. Like how much cap he takes because he's like he's pretty good, but he's not like some huge impact guy. Like he's a solid player, but I'm not regretting the contract. No, absolutely not. So, like we are, but probably for Rhodes, where you're like, okay, at this point. This far down the line, yeah. yeah it made but, sense but, when we signed him, and now it's like, this isn't working. Pro Bowler Xavier Rhodes. Unbelievable. Should have been Pro Bowler Xavier, or Trey Waynes. Yeah. Or if you're going to go that route. Wasn't Harris also, did he not make it? I don't think he made it. Because we got five subs. Kirk Cousins. CJ Ham, CJ Ham, Xavier, Xavier Rhodes. Rhodes. Eric Kendricks. And ah, one other one. Brian O'Neill? No. I don't know who it was, but, yeah, fucking Xavier Rhodes got one. Everson Griffin. Everson Griffin. There you go. Nicely done. Um, anyways, what the hell were we talking about? 
last yeah, offseason. Last like, season. So this episode, we'll do offense. We'll grade it, kind of talk about what we need, what we think we need to do better. Next week, we'll do defense. And then the week after, we'll, Super Bowl. So, yeah, we'll talk about the Super Bowl preview, kind of. I mean, because it's not going to happen. Maybe, oh, maybe what we'll do is uh, we'll get a prop list. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. We'll do some then, props. Uh, yeah, but, and then things we disagree on or something, we'll do it kind of at live. Bets, yeah, and we'll go through it. Then maybe you and I will just be like, all right, on these ones that we don't agree yeah. on, if all these hit. We'll pick our lock of the week for the prop. You know, oh. Some, probably some good ones. I like that. We should get three. We get three of them for all the props. How if we find yeah. like a big yeah, list? Yeah, we'll get a big list. And then, uh, yeah, the following week we'll do a, a full offseason checklist about what we think would have to go in, what we need to do to be considered a successful offseason. True. Go back to the props real quick. You might want to listen to uh, to Gorak on the props bet. Had Tom Brady first pass INT last year. Yeah, didn't know I had that though. Thought hey, I had Goff. Thought does, I had Goff. Doesn't matter. You, had, you <laughs> took Brady. I literally was like, okay, I hit a couple random props. That was a decent day. And then I looked at my account the next day. I was like, where did all this money come from? Uh, I don't. And then I looked at the, through the transactions. Like, what the fuck? I bet Brady to throw a pick on his first pass. <laughs> that paid out nicely. Um, so yeah, you know, I'll accidentally hopefully hit another one. And last what? week I hit a nice little four teamer. Oh yeah. Took both the favorites to cover the seven and a half and both overs. Easy, easy money. Oh, that was easy money. Yeah. You know, just had to make sure that the <coughs> Packers started trying because I was like, hey, the 49ers have to get the over on their own. This is ridiculous. 27 nothing. I and I texted you. I was like, ah, just hope for 34 14, you yeah, know? I gave, almost hit that. They ended up scoring a little more. But yeah, 37 was, 20. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, should we jump into the offense? Yeah, let's jump into the offense. We'll jump into uh, the quarterbacks first. Wait, let's get that over um, with. What overall grade? I would say. B plus. I was just gonna say B plus. Like, it's so funny because I a lot of people I don't feel are satisfied with Kirk Cousins. I feel like he overall pretty damn good. Had some bad moments in big games. Yep, but also I had a really good moment in a good in a big game. I was also thinking like, oh, maybe A minus. I'm like, ah, oh, you gotta like he had three really bad games. Bears, two Packer games, and Bears, and then the Niners game wasn't. Oh, in the Great. Niners game as well. Yeah. So, so four bad games. Four bad games. Yep. So all in B plus. Probably the, 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 the like the least team you'd want to lose to. I mean, two Packer games. Come on, you got to show up at the Packer games. The fucking Bears. Come on. And then the playoff game. Bears but, and Soldier Field. Like that's that's, that's excusable, what, but it's it, like can you we know. Just, yeah, it's excusable, but at the same time, it's like. When can I stop yeah, when can looking we, at Soldier Field every year and going, oh, loss? It used to not be like that. Like it's been like recent. I feel like it's always been like yeah, that for me. I That's why I don't bit. like the Bears like more than had, the Packers. Back back before, like when Jay Cutler before him, like who the hell? I guess they were decent. Ah, you know what? Fucking Bears, man. It's weird shit happens there. Weird shit happens Fucking there. Stupid. But yeah, Kirk. I, I mean, overall, like most efficiencies he's ever had. Didn't turn the ball over a ton after last year's like fumble fest. Not a lot of passes batted at the line. Yeah, way less. To last which, year. which I heard Stefanski and, and Kirk talking about that. It was like it's usually on the quarterback. It's they're staring down. They're not finding the lane between the blockers. He okay. definitely they weren't. They're were both talking about. It. I forgot where it was, but they definitely weren't like ah, it's just sort of dumb luck. It's like no, it's usually on the quarterback or sometimes on the lineman if it's like a chop block one where it's like you're trying to chop them and they don't get them. But a lot of it I think is when like you stare down a slant or like you make it very obvious this is just a quick three three step drop. Because then the then the D line doesn't rush and they immediately go up. Also, they might not have wanted to say it, but this shit was a lot of it on D Filippo. Like when you pass fifty times, you're bound to have more passes. Yeah, five step drops, seven step drops. Yeah. When you're dropping straight back and combined with maybe staring down your receivers, yeah, it's 
bound to happen 18 it, times a year. I mean, everything's bound to happen more if you're throwing 50 times a game. Quarterbacks going to fumble more. Quarterbacks going to throw more picks. Quarterbacks going to throw more touchdowns. Quarterbacks going to get sacked more. Yeah, so it's Throw like, for more yards. Yeah. But do his quarterback efficiency wins was tra- terrible. But do quarterback wins translate? Into passing, like yeah, like passing yeah, yeah. for that amount, do they translate? No, not really, because we won what eight games last year. Yeah, and especially not with like Kirk. I don't. He needs to be a guy that's the pockets moving. He's yeah, we don't have Patrick Mahomes. Like, yeah, we don't have the guy that can drop back. So, uh, Trevor Simeon, F. No, I don't know. He was whatever. He's generic back. I do really like how who? Oh, uh, I always say Trevor Simeon. It's uh, who's our idiot backup? They're both the same. Sean Mannion. Sean Mannion. Um, there he got a quarterback start. Yeah, first one of his career, or did he have one? Potentially, it might be his he might first have had start. One like wash up game. Yep, but uh, he uh, he got an L. Quarterback wins, like that's the thing. He is at least zero in one. He's a free agent. Fuck him. I feel like you're gonna you're if it isn't him, it's another version of him. It's nope. Trevor Simeon. It's Sean Mannion. It's ask me if I'll take if I take him back. Would sure. Yeah. Exactly. Whatever. He didn't cast very much. It's, I need somebody to hold a clipboard. If it's Kirk Cousins, dude's an Iron Man. Dude doesn't yeah, get hurt. Yeah, what's the deal with that? I don't know. He probably eats kale a lot. Um, it is nice to have a quarterback that, I mean, I guess it could change at any moment, but, like, he just doesn't ever seem to get banged up at all. Yeah, and, like, he gets hit, like, behind our line before this year. Like, oh, yeah. if he's not moving out of the pocket and everything, dude gets smoked, and, like, he just stands there and takes it. He just seems built st- – Pretty sturdy, sturdy guy. Again, so, it's all that kale. All that kale. Um, quarterback. I mean, Jake Brown. He's on the roster. I'd be fine with sh- him at backup if you're okay. If there, if the coaching staff's comfortable with Jake Browning, sure, Jake Browning. Yeah, you carry two quarterbacks. Put him on the practice Browning. squad again next year. I don't care. I wouldn't mind ram- grabbing a random QB and like. I mean, if you extend Kirk, so you know he's the guy for the next five years, four years, whatever. Even grabbing a random quarterback in the fifth, sixth, we have like sure we're gonna have like Sounds ten fun. picks. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, I don't know. Quarterback. What if it's Tom Brady? Oh, yeah, scoop him up? Yeah. No, 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 no. no. Like, what the if the yeah, guy's Tom like, Brady? Yeah. So Kirk's our Drew Bledsoe? Hey. Okay. All right, I'll take that. Yeah. Lose Super Even Bowl. if we sign up to an extension like I believe the Patriots did be with Bledsoe, they had paid, uh, oh, they yeah. owed him like a bunch of money. Yeah, a bunch of money. Do you think we can lower Kirk's cap hit with an extension? I think we can lower it for next year. I just wonder if you could if you tore up this year, like what do you mean, like twenty twenty? Yeah. Like I think there's a way you could do it. Obviously, you'd have to give him like a signing bonus that like makes him whole. But it'd be interesting if they do try to finagle something like that. Almost even the Drew Brees route where they add the years on the end that just void, but it lets the bonus spread further. Yeah. Um, eventually, you kind of need to pay that, but eventually. Eventually, yeah. We're kind of like... It's future Vikings problems. (laughs) Yeah, and actually someone posted... I mean, obviously if you keep Kirk, you got a lot of money tied up. But if you do your cuts this year that we've kind of talked about and other people are talking about, the the Linval, the Rhodes, Griffin, Voids, uh, rather if like... Not only do you open up like 30 million this year, all those guys are on the books further for a lot of money. So like you start getting into some cap relief. Um. But yeah, quarterback, B-plus, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, B-plus. Uh, running back. The running back uh, as a whole, A? Yeah, I would say A, but I'm going to go I'm gonna go, I'm gonna gonna go. go B-plus because Delvin just needs to stay healthy. 
he misses games too much. Like I can't give it a full eight. Like if Dalvin was healthy for a whole year, I, I, I forget that. I forget, I forget that it was the final two games Del- Dalvin didn't play, and Madison missed the Chicago yeah. game, or the Green Bay game. Um, I don't know though. I, I mean, I'm I, I'm sticking with A. Like, I'm gonna go B plus. I mean, besides, I besides, hand out besides A's real easily. Besides the uh, uh, the Packer game. Which Dalvin didn't play, Madison didn't play. That was a boon game. Yeah. Every every other game, the running backs that were there produced, and they produced well. What about the Bears game? Uh, didn't Boone have like 140 yards that game? I'm talking about the first Bears game. Fuck that game. A minus then. I don't, Fuck even, you. I don't even remember that game, but I know we didn't play well. That was the Chase Daniel game. Yep. But I don't. Yeah, I feel like our running game didn't work. It didn't. And then you know, a minus the 49ers game. How My did bad. Work out for you? They were just. Hey man, yeah. I wasn't. I you know I, I guess I'm used to last year on. I'm just looking at the regular season because that's yeah. twice you've pulled playoff games. Out, <laughs> You're not used to these playoff games. <laughs> not um, when I'm doing grades. Okay, so let's talk Dalvin Cook extension. We you probably want to lock him up, or or you run another year and you start maybe franchise tag. I saw someone post on Twitter that like you can like Dalvin Cook and also not want to extend him. Like that's an opinion you can have. Just because it's a running back, and it's no, an injury-prone w- running back. No, I was, I was, I was thinking about that yesterday. Yeah. I love Dalvin Cook. Kind of like since he's at Peak Valley right now, kind of want to stoke a fire on maybe seeing what he's worth trade-wise. Really? Okay. Interesting. If I'm going to extend him, I'm looking at like. It's a three-year, twenty-five million dollar extension. What is that per year? Like eight and a half. Eight. See, I don't think you're getting him for that. I don't think so either. After the year he just had, I think he's going to try to at least get ten a year. And I mean, I think Zeke I could fourteen. I know it was Zeke. Blue, I like, you know I up. could be, I could be persuaded at like thirty-three million over three years. Yeah. What if it's three for thirty-three? So it's a lot. And, and if it's at, at like. No more than twenty guaranteed, eighteen guaranteed, almost over half of it's guaranteed. Yeah, I just he's so good. It just it's. But the injury thing makes me like like I want to pay him like a top running back, but but that might help us. You know that might get you where you don't have to. It's like hey dude, you missed games. Like we can't give you Z money or early money. Well, what did Le'Veon Bell get? Um, I had it the other. What was it five? For sixty, it's less than the other guys. Like it's it's yeah, it's less than Zeke, less than girl. I think it's like five for sixty. Um, and I wonder how much he got guaranteed. Like how much is actually just like pushed. It was four for fifty-two. Four for fifty-two with an eight million bonus. So basically four for sixty. So basically what twelve million a year? Yeah. And how much guaranteed? Or wait, is that poor math? Uh, guaranteed was <clears throat> twenty-seven. So. Basic. So you're getting more guaranteed money per year, well, like on average, than Le'Veon Bell if you take three for thirty-three at eighteen. Do you want to? I guess his the, average salary is thirteen million a year. Like so, that is cap it this year. <clears throat> so up I'm is fifteen. What I'm, I guess, the most I'd pay him is as a top running back, and the my preferred is to pay him in that second third tier. Obviously, you know the yeah. three for twenty-five. 
if he stays healthy for two of those three years. I almost think it's, it's easier to just say, screw it. I'll run your last year out and then franchise well, tag you. And you could do that twice. If he stays healthy the one year, you could, yeah, you could do, just it do it again. I mean, did we tag Peterson ever? I don't think so. So uh, this spot track, it's like a cap website, like over the cap similar. They do like a who's a comparable contract. They are they do Zeke, Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, and Devonta Freeman. So based on theirs, they would say six-year, $74 million, averages to $12 million a year. Fuck. Now, because Zeke got a six-year, Freeman got a five-year, Gurley and Bell each got four-year deals. I and don't think we go six years. That seems no, but it's a way to lower the average thing. You almost. know, because you, you pay those boys, and then you're looking at what did Zeke do for you the year after? What did Bell do for you the year after? What did Freeman What has Freeman done for you? Yeah. Uh, Gurley. It's hard like to you separate. Can, you can start using those contracts. Almost against him. Against yeah. star running backs, where it's like, yo, I can't pay you like these guys because look what happens mm-hmm. when uh, running backs get paid. It's hard to separate the emotions of like how much we like Delvin Cook. Like Everyone knows you shouldn't pay $14 million for a running back. It's just not that smart. But then it's like, yeah, it's Delvin Cook, though. That's our guy. But, like, a combo of Madison Boone, I'm not upset about. I think it's missing something, though. I think it's missing that game-breaking ability. I think Boone can be that guy. I don't think so. He's sh- – I guess it's – I, I thought he had a pretty rough game stringers. against the Packers, against the third stringers. He had a couple wide-open holes that he ran through. Like, I don't see the, like – I think there's a clear athleticism difference when I watch those two. Boone's well, more, well, like, yeah, I mean, banging in there and Del- fighting. Like, between Delvin and Boone, yeah. like there's, yeah. Even even Delvin and Madison, I yeah. see. Like, it's just, like, there's things that Delvin does that it's, like, there's there's not really a lot of running backs I see do anything like him. The worst thing that I want to see is Delvin stay healthy for another team. Oh, that would be rough. So I think, like, my favorite option would be – I don't know what the franchise take is for running backs, but it's, it's probably, not that much. It's probably, probably about around, eight, $9 million yeah. to, for starters. For starters. Yeah. So they, we could potentially franchise, franchise, transition tag the man. Well, this you really year you to. can use both tags because it's the last year of the CBA. Oh. So usually you can only use one. So they're talking about, like, you know, the Titans. They can franchise Tannehill and transition Henry. Yeah. So you could train. Maybe you could even transition tag him for cheaper. No, not not Delvin because his contract isn't up. Oh, I mean the following year. But you, I don't know if the transition tag is even going to be around. No, They yeah, haven't agreed to anything yet. So yeah, yeah so that's right. why yeah. it doesn't. It's, we don't have the same problem. Or Yeah, because it's not this year. Yeah, same scenario, um, I should say. But I'm thinking, like, anything – 12 or less, I'm not super upset about. Like, it's like, okay, we spent money at running back, interesting, but, like, I'm glad to have him back. Yeah. You start getting into that 13, 14, it's like, this might be a bad move. Like, this could backfire pretty bad. I just wonder where they find that money. I guess it doesn't affect this year's cap, like 2020's cap, if you're just adding years on, but it's like, okay. Well, because you're not going to be paying... Roads and all those guys ten million dollars anymore. Yeah, so maybe it's actually not even that big of a deal because if you are committed to going into this offseason and saying we have to cut road, like just for the twenty twenty cap, we got to cut roads, we got to cut Limbaugh, we got to cut Reef, Everson's gone. See, I think we get a I, lot of cap relief after this year. It's kind of it feels that way because like well, those that, are all our big name players. That opens up like after all those cuts, you like have like thirty five million. Yeah, and. That gets even bigger the following year when Coke's first big year would be on there. So it might not. I mean, your big contracts at that point would be Thielen, Diggs, Cousins, Daniel Hunter, Daniel Hunter who's a bargain, uh, Barr, Kendricks, 
and then Cook. And Harrison Smith, I think, is still under contract, but that one and might be more. Mike, Mike, no, he won't be on his fifth-year yeah, option. Who even knows if he's that. even going to. But, like, that fifth-year yeah. option's a, you know, a decent. And maybe, you know, wise. you're probably hoping that Harris, uh, Anthony Harris is taking up a little bit of cap because you'd love to re-sign him. Absolutely. So, But yeah. that's kind of like our running back situation or, like, Delvin situation on re-signing him. Potentially. What do you mean? Why is that similar? Anthony Harris. What do you mean? What are you saying? Oh, no, no, no. I was just kind of wrapping that back around to uh, continuing to move on to Madison. And Madison. Boone and talking about the review. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Madison. Bargain at third round pick. The dude. Looks good. Looks like a player. Looks like he's. Looks I like think he could stick. be a, a solid starter for a team. I just think he wouldn't be an elite starter for a team. Like I guess I don't know how to say that. Well, yeah, I, I I get. I what think you he's mean. like he could like, be like Carry on Johnson, or he could be like uh, you know I don't know if he's like I don't think he's. You see, you there's a complete difference when you watch. You can group together Delvin Cook. It seems like with the the Zeeks, the Girlies, McCaffrey, McCaffrey, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, but like then you watch Alexander Madison. You can group him with your Carry on Johnson, Chris Carson. Just kind of style, good players. Yeah. You're not, not going into the game like, we need to stack eight in the box and commit to this to stop the run, but it's, like, competent. You're not rolling out Travis Homer and washed up Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. He, you know, it's not he Matt can get you, He can get you a 24 buck for a buck 10 if you yeah, really you need him to. Yeah, if you commit to the run and yeah, you, if you, run if him, you yeah. need him to. But, like, I don't know, give him the ball eight times a game, perfect, which is kind of what we're doing. And he's got good hands. I think he'd be a very good, like, if you had a, another guy with him that wasn't as good as Cook, like a a one A one B type, like if you had like a little like speed back, like even if it was like Tariq Cohen and him, it'd be a nice little combo. The problem is Delvin Cook is so good that it's like Madison, you're only coming in for like when he's tired or like when hey, let's give Madison a drive and let Cook rest up. It's yep. not even like the Peterson where it's like Peterson, you're a you're a two down back. Let's bring in Chester Taylor for third third downs. Yeah. Cook's too good at all three of them to even like. Think about yeah. going, all right, you played two downs and that's mm-hmm. it. I, he'd be a good uh, Latavius Murray to Alvin Kamara. Yeah. You know, he'd be a nice little piece like that. But, again, I think Cook is a lot better than Kamara. True. At least this year he was. I don't know. Kamara seemed to lost some. Well, he got hurt. But also, like, he's he's a receiving threat at running back. Yeah, he's he's a lot more. I don't think he's anything special. Oh, the Saints fan would murder you. I think he's worth the first round pick. What would you trade Cook for? Just, just curious. Would you trade him for a second? It would have to be like a, a like mid round, se- mid mid round second or better, because that's what you took him. You took him at forty three. Mm-hmm. Got. I'm looking at a like good years out of him. Turn that back into a pick and not pay him. I yep. mean, like I know I, it sounds shitty because it's Dalvin Cook, but I think hell use it. it hey, trade him. Trade that pick. Use that pick on another one. This is a deep class for just running back. Keep churning them, you know. Um, but last running back, Boone. I think he's probably one of the best third running backs on a team. No, not last running back. We've still got Abdullah. Oh, Abdullah. Abdullah. Okay. Amir Abdullah. Yep, yep, sorry, forgot about him. Um, I'm still pissed about Kerry Belosling getting picked by the Titans. I just just thought of that. Um, anyways, uh, Boone. Yeah, I don't. I think he might be slightly overrated by some people because he does get like maybe, hands in maybe the air. You, like, hands in the air. I just thought he looked pretty bad in the Packer game, and then that Bears game, he runs really hard, and he gets like 
you start slowing him down at the, like four yards, and he ends up getting seven, which I really like. I just think, I don't know, some of those holes were gaping, and I, he just ran through them, and it's like, look at that, 140 but, yards. But maybe just the since he hasn't gotten a lot of playing time, the game hasn't slowed down yeah, enough for him true. yet. And once it does slow down for him, then you've got. Like, what would you train Mike Boone for? Because there was one report that someone offered us a fifth for him. I was just going to say like a fourth. Yeah, like if if we re-signed Cook and we have Cook and Madison for like, you know, the next foreseeable future, I would trade him for probably a fifth. I would even potentially trade him for a sixth. Because like he's never going to get the play. And, it, and if you're not going to re-sign him, you're just gonna turn, him into him, turn him into another asset. Yeah, just take another flyer in the you know, draft. Third down running backs. Like I'd be fine with Abdullah as my third running yeah. back. He actually outplayed Boone in the Packer game. Like, they benched Boone. Like, I would put, like, and if Delvin Cook were to get hurt for a couple weeks, like, I'd be okay with Madison and Abdullah for, yeah. Like, I mean, actually, that games. combo kind of makes sense, you yep. know? Um, style, style wise. Style not like, yeah, not style like wise. going forward, like, oh, let's, let's go no, no, no. Madison pinch, and Abdullah. In a pinch. Yeah, yeah, no, like, yeah. So, Abdullah. Fine as a kick returner, I'd bring him back as. I wouldn't mind finding a more electric kicker turner. He's steady, and he gets to like the thirty. Never really broke one. They, they never. Those get, are hard to find. There's not a lot of opportunities. Yeah. Like kicker turn touchdowns are like basically obsolete at this point. I would like us to try to zero in on the, like the type of guy that the freaking Saints drafted. Not even drafted. That Deontay Harris. Yeah, like he's clearly he's just a clear punt returner, gadget Fast. dude, speed, small, shifty, like. Just go get one of those and plug him in a punt returner and kick returner, and then he can be a you know a random piece who use like three plays a game on offense. Like, like go grab Miko Hardman, but the sixth round version of him. Yeah, like, exactly. Or fifth round or version. Or undrafted free agent version. I don't even care. That right, Deontay you know? Harris, yeah. Yeah. It's just and then you don't need to carry four running backs and it yeah. is, you know, like it's a bit stupid. Or like a, or like even if it's like a an electric defensive back yeah. that does that, like it's a, just a pure Returner and then you know special teams ace like yeah or like can fill it as like your fourth cornerback yeah like he's competent in the passing game and shit like that I mean because Mike what's his name Marcus Sherrill's he was a one one trick pony all and it's not gonna happen anymore but like we years we were carrying six cornerbacks because he just did punts yeah it's all that strictly punts and. Occasionally make a play in special teams. Yep. I'm sure he did his job in special teams, but like you'd occasionally get the, the shoestring tackle out of mm-hmm. Marcus Sherrill's. Uh, Abdullah is a free agent. I think last year, though, he re-signed for basically the minimum. Yeah, I think so. One year minimum, like maybe slightly more than minimum. I would take him back for that. Yep. And I'm sure it's like barely guaranteed, so if he gets cut, it's like nothing on the cap. So it's camp body at least. Yep. Um, fullback, CJ Ham. Pro bowler. Pro bowler. Yep. Uh, check is out, I think. Obviously, yep. playing the Super Bowl. Yep. So Ham got the got the, got the nod. So that's he's an RFA, I believe, restricted free agent, which means you can tender him first round, second round, or original, which he was undrafted. So I'm assuming you would do that because it's a lot cheaper. And I don't think anyone's. I mean, is someone going to come offer him a contract? Because you get no compensation; you just get the right to match. match. If it's a reasonable contract, I think you would just go cool and match it. Like, it's a fullback. What is the most people pay for a fullback? Uh, like, three I million? Would, you know, I would say I probably, you know, you do it the the match, like the unrestricted, yeah. whatever. And, yeah, if you lose him, 
If you lose him, it sucks because he lost Blas in game four That's games exactly into the postseason. The- or four games in the before the season ended. Yeah, and that would be the part that would be really annoying. You have this young fullback who might probably, I think has a little more ability in the passing game and the receiving game. And, and I think maybe the Vikings were probably thinking about next year. Yeah, like, like, all right, take groom this, guy, this guy. Groom this guy. He's going to be good. Nobody, eight teams use a fullback. So, like, we don't have to worry about that. I mean, they literally picked him up and then just started him. Like, he was out there on a lot of plays in the, you know, in the conference title game, Kerry Blasen game. But I think, yeah, you would. We probably thought that, and I think what Blasingham probably thought was like, I'm not going to get to play ever because CJ Ham's really good and is used a ton by them. He's restricted free agent, so they're probably going to at least give him something. Like they're not going to just let him walk and go to me. He's not old. Um, he went to Agustana. I was. Is that in Minnesota? I think so. Yeah. I was trying to see what the uh, difference is in the. Tenders, like what the price difference is, where's CJ Ham? CJ Ham, RFA tender. So if you tender him at a first round, it's four point six million, which you would never do. Uh second round is three point two. Which you would never do for a fullback. Original check. Original round, which is undrafted, is two point one. So I think I think you tender him and pay him two million dollars. I don't think I tender him. What do you do with a fullback? We clearly use that a lot. Oh yeah. Like if it was a normal team, I'd be like, oh, yeah, you don't. Who cares about that? But but Ham's one of the best, and we use him a lot. And there's no guarantee you're gonna go find a Blazing game. You might find some scrub, you know. So I think you tender him. It's two million. Kind of sucks, whatever. But he's hopefully a nobody offers him like a three-year, ten million dollar deal just to fuck us. Yeah, because they to have make the cap. Us just, match. Yeah. And they're like, ah, oh, sure, we'll use a fullback now. Let's bring him on board. Or like. Miami, where they clearly use one, and like, oh, we got plenty of cap space. We'll, we want him. We're just gonna go get him. Yeah, we got ninety million. Like Colts or someone just says, yeah. screw it, let's offer him four million dollars a year or something yeah. awful. Um, so that's all the backs and yeah. quarterbacks. Should we hit a break here and then hit a break? Go to wide the, receivers. Yeah, why don't we do that? Yep. All right, welcome back. We'll uh, we'll jump into the wide receivers. Um, Start with the best. Start start with the best. Obviously, Stephon Diggs number one over Diggs. Adam Thielen. Yeah. Well, Diggs. First off, I think he's a better player. And second, that, that's why I was I was just making the okay. statement. Oh, okay. okay. I agree with you. Over Thielen, healthy or not. Yeah. Okay. Taking but Diggs also over did stay Thielen. healthy. Yes, also did stay healthy. But Diggs Thielen. We'll start with just the main trio. Diggs Thielen. B, Diggs Thielen. BC started off the year. Um, well, I guess not really, but As played a, the most played the most yeah, snaps yeah, throughout yeah. the year, I should say. Um, I would say overall a B because the Olympics games. I don't think like yeah, I would say I would say B. Trying to see if B minus is more appropriate. Yeah, because They're we good. gave because we gave Kirk Cousins a B plus, and that was all healthy and whatnot, and at like an upper tier. Yeah. Um, like obviously it would be a B plus or even an A minus. I mean, if Thielen and Diggs both, I mean, Diggs if, did. But if Thielen stayed healthy, if he produced as well produced as last like they year. did, you know. But yeah, it wasn't. It was it was a B minus ish. You know, it I saw I saw Stefanski use Thielen like twenty percent less in the slot than Filippo did, but that also had a lot more. 
to do with us playing more two tight end sets. Yeah, that would make sense. A lot um, less slap out opportunities in general. Yeah. I mean, he sent – and Stefanski clearly sent our receivers deeper more often too. Like a lot of the yards per catch for like Diggs is ridiculous. And Diggs's slap percentage from either his rookie season or the year after is down like 50%. He was like 62% slot receiver his mm-hmm. second year. And then now he's just like strictly I outside. I think Shermer used him a ton in the slot. And then DeFlipple switched it and used Thielen a ton in the slot. And then basically Stefanski ran with it. And, and I think that's – I think that's – he's better suited for slot. That has nothing to do with the color of his skin, but just like <laughs> the style of play. Like Diggs averaged, what, 14 or 17 yards Not per positive, catch. but he – I think he's a better deep threat. He, yeah, and that's what I, I was kind of going for. Like, I think Thielen does a really good job of feeling the soft spot in his own. He's which, a very good finesse. Yeah. Like – Receiver I, and just in the, the I'm assuming it'll continue, but in the Stefanski Kubiak offense, there's just not a lot or as much slot receiver usage. If you're coming out with two tight ends and two receivers. I mean, they're you're not you don't really have a slot, so no. just less opportunity. It actually, fits our receivers better because I'd rather have them both outside if you can. True. Um, but overall, yeah, B minus ish. I mean, even Chad Beebe got hurt right away. You don't really know what happened with him. Is he? Yeah. Is he? Could he have been a factor in the slot as a, as like an outlet, like even similar to like an Adam Humphreys type, like that just like runs those short routes and gets third third downs and I, don't know, I didn't I think he looked great. I, no, and like even if that was supposed to be part of the offense, I'm a lot more comfortable with BC being that guy. I know he's not like short and quick like BB, but mm-hmm. like he's – a good enough route runner where he can run those little like whip routes and mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. So, I I think B minus just overall on the health. So you lose that production last year. Two the year prior we had two thousand yards receivers. Yeah. Um, I'd say B minus also. It's just Thielen got hurt. I don't think we had like a great third receiving option. BC stepped up and did a good job, but I don't think it was like. I think he was kind of a run-of-the-mill receiver. Like, oh, this guy catches the ball, runs good routes. It's not like he's exciting or anything. Rudolph like, and Irv Smith. Yeah, exactly. Okay. They, they, but, like, those guys are the ones who kind of stepped up and yeah. go, all right, these are more reliable guys. These are my my second, my yeah. 2A and 2B options. Mm-hmm. It's Diggs, look at my tight ends, look at BC unless the play's designed when, for them. Yeah, with feeling but, out. How many times does Kirk Cousins get the opportunity to go to number four? Because <laughs> usually not ever. Usually most of his plays aren't even designed to go that long. Exactly. Like cutting half the field. Uh, so Diego Thielen, both signed long-term. I think they'll both be here long-term. How long? Thielen had a three-year extension? I think it was three-year. I, mean, uh, I think it was like three years, 32 or something like that. Adam Thielen, why can't I see him? There's, there's our boy. There he is. Adam Thielen, he signed a um, four-year, $64 million contract. So he Why signed, did I think it was so cheap? That must have been the one prior Well, they redid it. it. Yeah, they redid it because it was super cheap. Yeah. Uh, 2020, he's got a 12.8 cap hit, and he signed all the way through 2024. You know, if that man stays healthy, he's, he's got a – very good ass. I mean, obviously he's a I good think asset. he'll age I well, would, like yeah. the way he plays. It's not like he's all speed. He's a route runner with great hands. Yeah, like right he now he's fast. Right now, yeah, right now he is fast, so he's able to run downfield if you know if it comes to it. But like, 
if he ends up being, you know, a strict strict slot receiver. He could do that for years. Yeah, and he's going to be – he'll still be quicker than most, like, prototypical slot receivers mm-hmm. because he's already, you know, runs 4-4 four, four, four speed. Well, he's he's 29, so, I mean – well, I I already th- for some his, reason I already think he's like thirty one. Yeah, for me too. Well, it was like he didn't actually break out until he was like twenty seven. So it's like, oh, he must be old. But it's like, okay, no, he's only twenty nine. And this year, like you wouldn't cut him because of the dead money. Next year, I don't think you would either. But by twenty twenty two, you would save a ton. Like you don't. There's not a lot of dead money anymore. Like you're past that guaranteed area. So, I mean, you basically have him for three more years, five if you want it. You know, they're like almost like options for us at the end. Okay. Um, Twelve point eight million, and then Diggs is signed. I think for also for five years. I think he signed a similar. I mean, it was more. I think it was seventy two million or seventy. I think it was like seventy two. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It was five years, seventy two. He signed through twenty twenty three. Similar situation. Next two years, so he's actually one year shorter. Next two years, you wouldn't want to cut him. The following two years after that, twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three, they're almost like option years. Okay. But he's only 26. So those two locked in. BC looks like a solid role player. I don't think he's going to be much more than that, but locked in as a 3-4, four, fourth receiver, you know, yeah. third, fourth receiver. You got Chad Beebe, who knows. I mean, he's clearly – I could do without yeah, whatever. I wouldn't mind seeing him again. You know, it's like the guy clearly has a role. He's clearly only a slot receiver, but, like, it's not breaking my heart if he just never becomes anything. Yeah. Um, who else have we got? Ant- that uh, Alexander Hollins looks like he fast. could be something. Yeah, like he could intriguing. maybe be like yeah, he looks intriguing. Like yep. maybe like a fourth receiver down the yeah. road. Maybe Keep he's he's got a skill set that we don't really have. Just straight line speed, quick twitch off the line and running down the field. Yeah. He had a couple moments in that Bears game that was like, oh, this guy, who's this guy? And then I think the only other two we have is Davion Davis, who's done really nothing, and then Dylan Mitchell, who did really nothing and didn't make the team. You know, but they got future contracts, yeah. so they're around. I would say receiver. I'd like to see us add a guy that can compete with BC and BB, or even push them down. Yeah. So when we do go three, four wide, that there's a guy a threat. Yeah, like either go well. We're forgetting a couple of guys too. Treadwell is a free agent. I think he's gone. I mean, he didn't make the team. Yeah. He picked him up. Uh, and then Doxon, I think, is already gone, right? I think so. I think we just straight up cut him. So, well, Hollins was active over Treadwell in the Saints game. Yep. And almost had a hell of a catch. That seam route that would have sealed the game, basically. Yep. Like, that was the drive. And he, he had it and then, like, brought it in and then hit the ground and it came out. But looked halfway decent. But, yeah, I think, I think receiver-wise, I'd like to see us at either, like, a big – what Treadwell was supposed to be – like a big physical guy that can like, you know, easily beat a slant inside or like, you know, go up for a jump ball. Or, out, yeah. Girl. Or go with the straight line burner guy, you know? Like I think Bashar Paramount would have been great. Like we talked about him last year as an option, like yeah. for cheap. He's a, again a he's free again, agent. Yeah, and I think now he's going to get paid a little more because he actually had a pretty good season. Yep. And like Bashar Perriman, he's another guy who I, who I always think is older than he actually is. Yeah. Former first rounder. That just yeah. kind of like never was And he's only like. 26? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I thought he was like 30. Nope. Nope. 26. Nope. So, we'll, but we'll go through for the free agent options like in a later podcast, but I do think that's one spot where like we talked about it last year, they never really filled it. Yeah, it would be nice so. to see an upgrade. I, and yeah, the wide receiver class is so deep Super in the draft. Deep, yeah. So, we'll even get 
probably more in depth with the receivers yeah. as we go on. That's what I like. You go like third, fourth round, like a straight line speed, like. Those That'd are the fun. kind of guys That'd that you probably find this year yeah. in the third or fourth round mm-hmm. that drop. Normally are like second round guys. Like Deshaun Jackson is probably like his style of play is probably a third or fourth round receiver yeah, it's a in this deep draft. Class, yeah. They're they're talking upwards of like eight receivers in the first round. That's crazy. And even like last year, I mean the people found players like Terry McLaurin. Um was Debo a second rounder? Yeah. High second, though. He was a high second. Yeah, but like the and Funny you mentioned those guys. Both had uh, big weeks at the Senior Bowl, which is this week. Yep. So if you're kind of like looking for some football stuff right now, kind of thinking like, oh, you know, the Vikings do, I do want them to get a receiver. Go look at the Senior Bowl this week. Check it out. Um, you'll you might find something yeah, that you're like, like oh, this guy should be like a third, fourth. Can find him in the fifth, but you know, I want him to take him in the fourth. You, yeah, grab him. Before someone else grabs them, I mean, yep. and we have so many picks, like we're gonna take a receiver at some point. Yeah, so send, like, send us your favorites. Yeah, <laughs> um, on Twitter at Grapes and Gorak. We'll, we'll d- deep dive into them at some point. Get the, Travis Rennie on, you know, the, little draft expert, the Make a Wish Foundation guy. <laughs> um, he had one wish, and it was to come on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, he's gone now. <laughs> uh, are we? That's receivers, I think. It's. I think you could do better if Thielen can stay healthy. I think Diggs still has a bigger season in him. I see a lot of people bitching that he didn't get enough targets and stuff. It's like, okay, this is just how the offense is, and, like, it is what it is. I don't think his, like, big season really comes for another three years where it's, like, like explosive, elite, like... I think 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 he's got, like, a 1,500-yard season in him. It's just... It's typical to this offense. And, yeah, I I think, like, maybe it's just... I don't know... Couple more deep balls here and there. I don't know. Who knows? But I think he's got the talent to do it. And like, well, yeah, it resorts back to, but like route running, just being able to get open and then his quarterback hopefully at some point being able to find time to get him the ball when he does those double moves. Can you imagine Diggs, like, if he had a quarterback that can extend plays? I feel like it'd be pretty fun. <sighs> Could you imagine Patrick Mahomes finding Diggs? For years. <laughs> Imagine any receiver with Patrick Mahomes. Feeling and digs with Patrick Mahomes. Kind of like Hill and Watkins, you know, and also Kelsey. But and better. also Hardman. Yeah. Mm. God. It's a good team. Very good uh, team. Tight ends. Tight ends. Um, Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph. Had a great year. I would say tight mm. ends are like a solid B. Yeah, I would say B. Irv. I'm leading BB plus. I I thought Rudolph had one of his best years. Yeah, I think probably going back to especially like for like second. expectations. It was like okay, like yeah, he's bring him back. He's a useful player, but like some of his best catches, these one-handed catches were awesome. He had the the playoff catch. Which yeah, was, and, you know, cool. And you brought it up. He uh, earlier in these uh, podcasts, um, he looks faster. Looks faster, slimmer too. Blocking better. He like I feel like he just stepped his game up at, at like a. People kind of thought like he was done, like washed I, up. I had written him off. Oh, like everyone wanted to cut him, but it's like oh, he's only twenty nine and yeah. still has football left. Right now he's thirty. Like he's that's not that old for a tight end. I mean, it's not young. It's the back half, but 
He signed through 2023. Not that you can't but the, cut him. This next year is the last of the guaranteed or something like that. Yeah, you know, his contract never made a lot of sense to me on these websites. I don't know if they ever got the correct details because to me it looks like the next two years you're kind of you're going to want to keep him. But maybe I'm wrong. It didn't sound like that when they reported it. It was sort of like, yeah, he's got some money, and they basically it's year to year. But from the way it looks, it's like if you caught him this year, you're taking a 5.8 in dead money. And next year it's 4.3. So you save, you do save some, but it's not like one of the basically an option type. You know, the third year it's you save, you know, like seven million. Okay, that makes more sense. But yeah, um, they do one thing with this offense is they're all so far they're all kind of locked up. Besides Kirk and Delvin, like the pass catchers, Diggs, Thielen, Rudolph, Irv, yep. they're all here for the for foreseeable if. future. For next four years at least, pretty much all of them. Yep. The first one up might be Irv. He's only got three more years. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of bizarre. Yeah, that that is weird. And he'll be like 24 when his contract's up because he was like 20 when he was drafted. Yep. Irv, so Rudolph, I say, exceeded expectations. Irv kind of like met. I would have liked to see maybe him used a little more. A little more explosiveness out of him would have yeah. been. He's so young, and it's such a tough position. Yeah, I, I would say, I guess, yeah, I would say men expectations. Yeah, kind of he, what I expect. You don't want to get carried away with a tight end. Like, he's going to come in and dominate. It just never happens, and he's yeah. 20 years old. He he showed enough where it's like, that was a good pick, and he's going to be a good player. True. I don't know if he's going to be, you know, different body type than all these big guys, so it's hard to who you compare him to. I don't want to compare him to that murderer, but it's that similar type player. Like, who's a similar tight end to Irv Smith? I would say it, it's Kittle, but smaller, because he can block, he can catch. Yeah, but Kittle's so physical. I don't know if Irv can ever be like that. Let, that's what I'm saying, like Kittle, but smaller. The, like the athleticism, yeah, is there. Because otherwise, otherwise, it, otherwise you're comparing him to Noah Fan, who just came in the league, because those are like similar styles. Yeah. Fan's a lot faster. But Taller, like, um, but yeah. Trying to think. Uh, other move tight ends. It's like a move tight end that's that's not you know similar. He's almost like a like a, you know, a small Delaney Walker. Yeah, Delaney Walker's a good comparison, I'd say, and but smaller. He's shorter. Like, like he's not like, very tall. Well, and Delaney Walker's thick. Yeah, young um, Delaney Walker, but definitely like the athleticism. Vernon Davis. Yeah, uh, slow Maybe. a slow Vernon Davis. Yeah, not quite uh, as like off the charts athleticism. Yeah. Um... But he's Chris, Chris, back to back in the day. Chris Cooley, Cooley Dallas Clark. That's a good one. Dallas, Dallas Clark. Clark's a good one too. Um, both had, you know, lengthy good careers. Yeah. Um, and like I, I honestly really I just thought of it, but the Chris Cooley one I really liked I like too because he uh, also did a lot of fullback work for the Redskins. Which as Earth well. sometimes motions to the backfield. Yep. Like that's who it feels I, like. I think Chris Cooley's a very good comparison yep. to uh, Irv Smith, and that was what. Early mid two thousands Redskins. If anyone wants to go back and be like, "Who's this yeah. Chris Cooley fella?" Mm-hmm. Um, I think he played, played a fullback played number. I think he's forty seven or something. Yeah, he it a fullback's was, number. So, yep. uh, yeah, Irv. He didn't you know blow expectations away or anything, but I thought he showed up. That it's like okay, this guy. He had a couple touchdowns. Like he didn't drop passes. He looked decent. Just uh, doesn't as super impact on our team. Yeah, and you know you. So many guys in the first, second round never produce, never like not even just in the first year, just, just never, never produce. Happens. Yep. So well. Yep. But we're, he don't showed, stop doing that to me. It throws me off. He literally showed more than Treadwell has 
you know, like immediately. You know, and it is yeah. what it is. And God, I hate using this guy as a positive impact. Um, I was listening to Colin Coward today. <laughs> and he actually said something great, but he was talking about just quarterbacks, but just anybody in general. You you can see it in like the the first like the first time you watch a player, whether whether he has it or not. You know, it's, it's, whether he makes a play or a couple good plays, when the dude, if he's a quarterback, he makes a couple good plays. But if he's like a receiver or like skill player, he makes like a play a game where it's like, whoa, you know, like this, this dude can hang around. Here. Yep, this yeah. guy can hang around. He's not going to wash out of the league in two years. Yep. So, yeah. uh, and Irv Smith's one of those guys because it was just like a play a game where it was like, yep. whoa. Whether it was a block or a catch, it was like, oh, Irv Smith, like, look at that. Yeah, can't wait till he's more involved. Can't wait down the road a little bit when he's, yep. you know, older and, you know, it takes a while on tight end. Yeah, because he's got to learn the, the pass block, the run block, the, mm-hmm. the routes. Just so many responsibilities as a tight end, so. So, yeah, I'd say he was solid B, Rudolph. I mean, as a group, I think they were solid B. Conklin kind of got hyped a little during uh, preseason camp and, yep. and, like, training camp and stuff, and... But nine catches on eleven targets. And how do you know? Because he doesn't get in there much. Like he seems. I don't know what what kind of upside there is. He seems like he could be a number two tight end on a team. Yeah. He but yeah maybe be opposite a guy like Irv where he's more of the inline you know by block I run a few routes. Solid player. Good depth. I think he's a good depth piece. Yep. Uh, then they have. I, so, I just thought we'd see a little more of him. Yeah, just because of how. We I'll thought miss- the offense would run. Just we, th- I thought we'd see a lot more three tight end sets, uh-huh. and maybe Conklin being the guy going out for routes or those little just blocky guy turn around, boom, yep. three yards first down. And maybe even a little because we kind of had a little lower expectations on Rudolph. Like maybe they'll mix in Conklin some because Rudolph's you know maybe this is his time to. Uh, but no, Rudolph's still very good. No, um, David then, Morgan, yeah, A plus. Yeah, uh, <laughs> never made a mistake on the field. Like, the uh, only guy you can say just didn't screw up once. Yep. You know? Proud yep. of him. Is his – now, does his cap toll – his contract toll? Yep, so we have him next year. Okay, and we're going to do that because I thought I heard that they might just not do it out of, like, respect. I thought you, oh, I thought maybe you couldn't Maybe do they did that. do that. Like, it's like, we would have done it, but the league makes us. Yep. Uh, hands are tied. Because, yeah, he would then be – it does look like it's tolled because it's on their 2020 for damn near minimum. Oh. And you know, like it, to be honest, for him, it's probably good that it told. I mean, he would. He, I feel like he would come back for minimum, anyways. Like, who's re-signing him? Exactly. Who's yeah, signing who's, him? Yeah. You didn't see him for a year, you know. But you might, you might get, you know, some lobbying in mini camp or training camp, and all oh, made the roster as a. Finally, made the roster as a third third string tight end. Two weeks later, I'm cut. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it might happen with us. Yeah. But like, yeah, at least you'll feel comfortable in the offense. For well, those four weeks. <laughs> it, it could be something we were missing, though, like a pure blocking tight end. that Like, you get in there, and it's almost like an extra lineman, but occasionally can go catch a pass. Like like those he's ti- a beast like at blocking. The, like the times where we used uh, C.J. Hammond line. Yeah, you could have maybe mixed in Maybe some. that was supposed to be David Morgan. but And even just the fact that you could have had some different formations where sometimes it's Ham, sometimes it's Morgan, sometimes Morgan's out there with Rudolph, and you can run it, or, you know, just some few different things. You're missing... He's not like some great player, but he was your best blocking tight end. Yeah. So it's something. It would be interesting to see if he's utilized. Which is weird because he was, and then like we're 
praising Rudolph for his blocking, and there was such a difference still. Yeah, I bet you still Morgan be, and yep. Rudolph. It would have been interesting to see, especially watching the 49ers and how their tight ends are really good blockers. It's like, yeah, Rudolph is better than he was. Kittle is a beast at it, you know? So it's like, it'd be interesting to see some of the, maybe some different plays we could have done or just if it would have helped. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't make it much of a difference. Maybe it does. But I don't, did you ever find out what his injury was? I guess like, if we did, I don't I, remember. I, yeah, it was such like a, I don't know, like no one really cared. I'll try to see if I can find it. But uh, the last guy that I think we signed to a futures deal, Brandon Dillon. Brandon Dillon. Uh, what they call him, the Marion Flash? I hope so, because that is badass. <laughs> they liked him. They liked him a lot and, uh, to keep him around. So maybe he's something, but obviously we wouldn't. It was a uh, no, tight end has in season any injury. Knee? Arthroscopic surgery. It just sounds like it's not good. He's only 26, though, David Morgan. Yeah, well, we... It would be the fourth year of his deal. It was only his fourth year in the league, wasn't it? Yeah. Now we well, this would have been yeah, yeah, his so final year was rookie contract. Uh, tight ends, though. So we got those five, did I count? Yeah, five. Brandon Dillon, David Morgan, Conklin, Irv Smith, Kyle Rudolph. I mean, I don't – depending on Morgan's health, I don't think you draft one. I don't, I don't think you I, even need to go looking for one. No, not even, even if you got Morgan. You don't need to go look. The only thing I could think of is if they did want to get like, hey, let's go get a blocker tight end. Let's go, let's add that guy to the mix. But I don't think you need to go out of your way because, like you said, like you've got Conklin, Rudolph, or Smith. You, you really want to carry a fourth, like yeah. And like, and if, if you like if Dylan I want, enough, if I if I want to carry a fourth, it's probably Brandon Dillon because he brings something completely different than those three. Where yeah. those three are competent enough blockers where I can plug mm-hmm. in places. And if I don't want to use all three, I've got CJ Ham to put in line as well. So unless it's David Morgan or a UDFA or seventh round tight end. That's what I would think. I would think like at the earliest fifth and then like later. And you're yeah. and you're willing to cut them if they don't make the Like team. David you know, Morgan, like, fifth round pick, right? I think sixth. Sixth round pick. Sixth. Well, but like I think we also had like Rhett Ellison was I think a fifth. Like and he's Bell solid back in the day. Yeah. I mean we we can find you can find a a David Morgan type sixth round. I mean those are the ones it's like do you either go for the like productive lunch pail blocker, you know, like he does one thing, good guy, or you go for the, you know, the the length speed has no Irv Smith kind of, but like the later guy, like uh, Mike Bucky Hodges, you know, it's like you have you're never gonna be able to block, but hey, you're fast and you may be able to catch one day. Let's see, and it turns out you're just terrible. You know what's funny? Michael Pruitt actually plays a decent amount for the Titans. Yeah, like not an actual complete bust. So we might not be able to use him as the. The, the Vikings draft an athletic tight end and he fails type, like the Bucky Hodges. Because, and, uh, you know, Michael Pruitt, the thing about him is that, was that he needed some work. He needed years, five years of work. Five it's only years been, of work. Has it been five? I have no idea. I think it's was been he about before five. before Bucky Hodges? I think he was before Bucky Hodges. I think it was before Bucky And then yeah. Bucky changed his name, right? Timuchin. Timuchin Hodges. Oh. Um, okay, so tight ends. Yeah, I think they're... It uh, sounds like a, uh, um anime name. Timuchin. It probably is. Maybe that's what he's into. He's like, oh, football Tra- wasn't my thing. Tra- translate to Bucky. <laughs> uh, should we hit a break here and then go through the... Uh... Offensive line. Yeah, that's going to be a deep one. Welcome back. Uh, we'll jump into the offensive line. Should we group tackles or do you want to go left tackle? Let's group tackles, I feel like. we gotta And then group, group guards and then... 
two centers. Yeah. Tackles yeah. as a whole? Tackles as a whole. Um, it's tough because you have one that's really good. I'm going – I'm, I'm in between C plus B minus. I want, I'm going to go B minus because Riley Reef actually did a little – Better than I thought he was gonna be this year. He wasn't year. a complete disaster. Yeah, I know we're ready to move on from him, but like it wasn't uh, Matt Khalil even. Like he was, he was, he was confident. Fine, you know, you know so yeah, I'll know, say he had B-. some. He had some really boneheaded plays, like the sack allowed to uh, against Khalil Mack week four. That like that, yeah, was bad. Like he, there was always like that play sprinkled in between like. Def- decent yeah, probably play. thirty plays where you didn't really even notice him. Yeah, you know? like so. his name wasn't getting brought up every every mm-hmm. single time. You know, we didn't even give up a ton of sacks this year. I feel like we did a pretty good job of that. Brian O'Neill clearly our best lineman right now. Yeah. Um. Hmm. So after that, yeah, what Rashad? Hill. Like like Brian Hill alone probably gets like an A minus. Brian O'Neill. Yeah. What did I say? Brian Hill. Brian Hill. Well, I said Rashad Hill, and you said Brian Hill. Oh, yeah, Hill, so. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I would say, yeah, A, A minus. I mean, he's been really damn good at the right tackle spot. Yep. And yeah, then Reese, probably like a C plus. So put him together, B is... B, B minus just because... Because Rashad Hill sucks. Well, yeah, because we got to... <laughs> some back, we got to... Yeah, Rashad Hill had to play tackle, yeah. and it wasn't very pretty. He's just... I mean, it's, you know, it's... He's your... It's hard to say, like, tackle. I need a better backup tackle. It's like, well, you know what? I think what that's... Is. Gonna be about as good as he get because if he's a backup tackle, he's pro. He could pro- if he's a good backup, he might be able to start somewhere. Yeah, like everyone thinks their offensive line sucks. Like besides the 49ers and the Cowboys. Yeah, there's there's like 27 teams that are like our line shit. We need a better one. Yeah, and if you're a good tackle, you're not a backup. So your backup's bad. Yep. But Rashad and Hill's not that bad. Exactly. He's, like I, he's a, he does it in a pinch. Yeah, yep. You don't want him starting three, four games, but if it's, oh, Brian O'Neill's, you know, banged up and he's going He's for, not Mike Remmers at guard bat. Yeah, or even Alphine at guard bat, which is a problem. He's a he's like Matt Khalil bad, which is fine for a backup. Yeah, when you're Because you're not nothing. paying him, yep. like, you're not $7 million. Yeah, and you're, you're paying him, like... Yeah. The expectations are nothing. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, Matt Khalil bad is good for my backup tackle. <laughs> So, tackle-wise, I think I would like to get an... Like, next year, if you just went back into the season with Reef and O'Neal, I'm actually not that upset with it. If it's Reef at a better price. Yeah. Like, if it's Reef at $11 million, no. Reef at Reef at 7 He's just not going to do that, I feel like. Well, that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, how about just, like... Talent wise, I'd be fine with now, that. Now, it like, better mean that our guard is better. You know what I mean? Like, if we, do, I don't want to go into next season with the exact same offensive line. I don't think we can just because I think Shermer's offense hid Elfline's weakness, Elfline and Reese's weakness so much. Shermer's? No, Stefanski. Oh, okay. Um, but I think it'll be similar, right? Sure, but like. Sure, I just don't think our line Stephen- was good enough, so I want to be better. You yeah. know, like. One or the other. You can't it's either, keep hiding it's either, them. Yeah, it's either Reef or Elfline. Which one goes? That's exactly right. Or it's either both. It's either one or the other. Or it's, Here's the thing, I think. Elfline has to go. Replacing Reef and keeping Elfline, you still have a giant problem. 
Yeah, no, I think I think Elfline is the one who has to go because he was like so blatantly bad. Yeah, like your offensive line goes: O'Neill, Bradbury, Klein, Klein Reef. Are yeah, like they're the like similar, group, but, but they're like Elfline is clearly your worst player. Yeah, so like Elfline has to go. Reef's optional, and Reef is a little more has to go because of his money. Yeah, like, yeah. If he made Klein money, oh, all right, cool. You know, if, if he was, if you could restructure and move him inside the left guard, and he's basically Klein's price or something, that would be cool. No, yep. I'm not like opposed to that. If, but if I can get somebody at Klein's price to give me Klein production, I'm more than happy to as well. Yeah, uh, Riley Reef, 31 years old, and he makes. He was signed five years, 58 million. Mm-hmm. That's. I mean, I don't know if that's like. Was that terrible? I feel like he's done his job as our left tackle. I think that's terrible. <laughs> I, I do. I think that's very disgusting. But you but have to do it. Y- y- yep. Because Absolutely. That was after the season of Jake Long, Matt Khalil, uh, who TJ Clemmings, I think, even. Did. And that was the offseason where everyone paid, like, that price. Like, Okun went somewhere. Reef went somewhere. Um, there was, like, three or four of them that it was like, we got to get one. And we Reef was the sort last, of like ended the up third or fourth one. Yeah. And no, like it's a bad deal, but God, we could have done a lot worse. And he's also not a bad tackle. He's an average tackle. Yeah. You know, he's probably a It's just when you're paying that kind of price, you're expecting above mm-hmm. average. It's it's, it's but, what but you but do when, my, you, when you go into free agency and you're and you got a position you need, it's out you're always overpriced. It's like Bernard Berrien wasn't a bad receiver. Did we way overpay him? Yeah, because we were like, oh, we need someone. But guess what? If he's a good enough player to get, you know, top talent money, the team that had him would have gave him top talent money. Yeah, right. Like, if they were able to. Because, like, Detroit, didn't they go out and replace? Ricky Wagner they got. So they had Taylor Decker left, and then they paid a bunch of money for Ricky Wagner. Yeah, so, so like, like, they were just, they could have re-signed Riley Reef, like, but they are like, eh, we can do better. Yeah, and I don't know if they did do better, if they just, you know. They, and they might not have done better, but, like, it's – Probably ba- was probably somewhat of a lateral move. Yeah, exactly. So uh, he makes so this year his cap number is thirteen point two. If you cut him, you save eight point eight, and then next year he's thirteen point nine with just two million guaranteed. So, so I'd like to restructure. I would even like do like a full blown restructure where you add a year to it. Yeah. Well, I think you'd almost have to. He's, I don't think he's just going to straight up take a pay cut. You know. Yeah. Like and like, because I'd be fine but with you them. You could threaten to cut him and be like, "Dude, you're out on the street." But I think he'd get paid not that, but enough where he might go. Yeah, I'll test it. Let's see. I might get eight somewhere. You're offering me six. I might get eight somewhere, yeah. and if not, I'll get six elsewhere. Carolina. Yeah. Um, I, there's the Giants. There's definitely some spots. No, there's de- there's a lot of spots where he could get. He might even get damn near ten. And it'd be interesting, in too. I mean, so say you don't cut him and you Griffin is voided and you cut Linval and Rhodes, you have $22 million in cap space. Like, it comes back to the thing with, like, Rudolph. You don't have to cut him unless you have a plan to use that money. So if you're not going to use that extra $8 million, you don't need to create a hole at left especially tackle or left guard. Like, especially if you're not going to use that $8 million as an upgrade. Yeah. There's no just, point. If you're just cutting them just to cut them and... Like, go, all right, well, now we don't have Reef. Wait, he's, what's the plan? He's a usable NFL player. He's not Elfline. He's not He's not even like Rhodes. Like, Rhodes is literally a detriment to our team. No, Reef's an asset where... An overpaid Rhodes, asset. Yeah. 
Like, he's but he's still, but he's still, yeah, he's still an asset though yeah. because we can use him. He's it, our starting left. It's tackle. similar to Griffin last year. It was like, okay, you can't make this much, but I don't want to just cut you because you are, like, you're still a good player. Could you spread out Reef's guaranteed money into next year and lower his cap hit? Where it's like, all right, you you're gonna get the same guaranteed, but just less this year. Well, and yeah, you would do what you did with, like, Kendricks, lower the base and give him a signing bonus. So if you if you wanted to do that, you would do the old – I think you can even do it on this website, like if you hit uh, restructure or whatever. So I wouldn't even have to add a year to Reef's two – because Reef has two years left. Yep. So I could and just, they're both around $13 million. Yeah. And like you said, one's like $9 million this year and $2 million next year. Yep. Spread it out to like six and six or whatever the math is and be like, all right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then just take his base salary way down. So you spread the bonus over two years. Yeah. So all can, of a sudden you save $4 million in cash. You could space. definitely see a type of, uh, you know, a, a base to bonus swap thing like we did with Kendricks to save him. I, w- I, I think that's the way to go with Reef. I have an odd feeling that he's still on this team. He's, he's always one of our captains. He's always out there for the coin toss. I feel like he's really respected in the locker room. He's a better yeah, person. And he's not... A bad player. I really don't see Reef really like going anywhere. It's just something's gonna I, happen. We're going to manage his cap better. Whether it's we lower it like lower it down to seven, or if we just bring it from a what was it, thirteen this year? Thirteen, yeah. Whether we bring it down to like thirteen to ten. You could yeah, that's you know, that's like three up, three yeah. million is three million. Mm-hmm. You can go get a couple, you know, vet minimums to fill up roster spaces. Yeah. I, I and your line has enough problems where cutting solid players probably isn't the best approach. Like, you again, if you like, you don't want to cut startable players like we just we, for cap space. Yeah, we traded Isidora, which was a godsend. Yeah, you know, like that, like that's a cuttable player. Yep. Riley Reef and Isidora are worlds apart. Not a cuttable player. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Like he's he's only cuttable if you have a plan. Do you have a plan to replace the left tackle and the left guard? Because if you don't have a plan to replace both of them, you don't want to just lose a good player. Or if you only have a plan to uh, replace one of them. Yeah. Like, you don't want to lose both of them. And because then you have two holes. Yeah, it's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to use, you know, Reef's $13 million and Alfine's $4 million to go resign one good guard and go get a receiver. Yeah, and you don't even get that much oh, money because oh. there's dead money involved. Over four and all, million. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait, now you have a left tackle hole to fill. Yeah. Okay, he, so I'll move Brian O'Neill there. Okay, well then you're gonna have Rashad Hill. Would I would I rather have Rashad Hill at right tackle or rather Reef at left tackle? Mm-hmm. Uh pretty clear what, yeah. It, yeah, without the money over your head. And it's it's only eight million, so if you don't have a plan to like not a, there's not a guarantee that someone even as good as Reef will be able to get him. You know, there's. I think Conklin might be a free agent, but I, he might get tagged or resigned, and he might get a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, like too much. It'd be well beyond the eight million. You'd have to then dive into like more cap, which would be like I. If you had an idea that hey, we're gonna go get uh, Brandon Scherf. Well, the problem is you still have a tackle problem. But no, Brandon Scherf can play tackle. So say he can, and you say okay, we know he's interested in coming here. He loves Kirk Cousins. Eh? He's, and you cut Reef to get the money to do that. I'm okay with that, and then draft a guard in like the third round, and you've made your line way better. Or even, but nothing Samia's, like that's guaranteed. Samia's made a jump. Yeah, maybe maybe you guard. find a guy to play left guard or whatever. If you have a way to that you think you have a great plan, a foolproof that's going to work out, 
Sure, go ahead. But got a, a Scherf to right tackle O'Neill to left, Klein Bradbury, and then let Elfline battle Samia and a second third round player. Like I don't I don't hate that. Like that's a fine approach. But to just for everyone just saying cut Reef, you better have an idea of how you're replacing him. Yep. So that would be just I and like know. getting Brandon Scherf is pipe dream. Yeah, because you're not getting them. You might not get them at twelve. You're probably paying fifteen million a year. Because he's like, his only downside is he's banged up a lot. If he isn't banged up, he's one of the best guards in football and a perfect fit for our scheme. Yeah, he he's like damn near Trent Brown, sixteen million a year money. Yeah, he might even be that if if he can convince teams he can play tackle too. Then he's getting a big pay. Yeah, like if he if he's willing to move to tackle, he's getting like fifteen, sixteen a year. Mm-hmm. Guard, you're getting thirteen, fourteen. Because I think that was like. A little more than Osemily money, and then yeah. obviously the cap's risen, mm-hmm. so contracts go up. And with Reef, like it might even go to where it's determined too by how your draft goes. Like, you know, if we draft a tackle in the first round, Reef's either getting cut or you're moving him to guard. Yeah, or, and I'm or not you're hoping, to that. or you're hoping that that tackle's like Tristan Morse from Iowa, where he's like a guard and tackle. you can play him at guard for you, a year, cut Reef next year, like or you can, which is like the plan that. Uh, Washington did with Scherf, who ironically is also a Iowa. Yeah, tack- he was a tackle, mm-hmm. and then he plugged in at guard. And they're like, "All right, we'll play him at guard for now. Dude will retire. We'll move him over to tackle." And they ended up drafting another tackle and going, "Scherf, you're just yeah. you're sticking right here." They took him at five overall. You don't take guards at five overall. That wasn't their plan. Yeah, that's the plan crazy. was to, for him to play tackle. So, um, so Reef moving more to to guards. Yeah. I would give them a C, and that's because I'm giving Klein a B and Alfine an F. Well, <laughs> well you, you got to go C. Alfine was bad. Klein was good, but also hurt. And and good, solid. Average. You know, like, like happy, happy with the signing, worth the money, uh, steady, but not – he's not a road grader. He's not – you know, it's not like – but he was an asset to the But he team. was good. Yeah, he was B, certainly good. B I'm minus B. Totally fine with him being back as our right guard next year. Plug him the in. The three-year deal we signed him to, perfect. Fantastic. Love it. Let's keep him throughout. Yep. Uh, um, I wish Samia would have showed a little more. Maybe they just wanted to redshirt him for a year. Yep. He, he didn't play terrible in the uh, no. uh, oh, we didn't Bears men- game. We didn't mention Udo. but No, we didn't. He, we'll was, he, was, he wasn't bad. Yeah, bit of a project type, but maybe he can. Both those guys, I love it. Um, we we both liked Samia throughout the process. Yeah, that was him, one of so the guys. A lot of people said he was a good zone fit, that he could so. So hopefully he can play. But, but I uh, think, back to the. Yeah, I think our main thing is that our left guard is our biggest problem, and we need to. That's need one of. When we do get to our checklist, replacing Elfline, I think, is something we need to talk about. And I'm fine. Like, if you're going to do draft, I'm fine fourth or better for the competition. Because you can get good guards in, like, the fourth round. I'm hoping. Yeah, I for a Samia. competition. Yeah, yeah. Third, fourth, that's competition. If you really want to replace him, it's got to be second or first or a free agent. Like I, I'd, say first that, thir- I'd say first through third. I'd say first through third. Yeah, third's not bad. Him. We're even late third though. And like, I, I feel like that would be like a trade up scenario. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll exactly. dive more. Into we'll that. know when it happens if this is like a you've just drafted a starter or you drafted a body to compete. With Samia and with Elfline. I feel like that actually probably depends more on Elfline. I mean, on Samia. Like, do they think he can make the jump and get that starting job and maybe hold off on a guard? Or is it also, and like, there's also, can Samia play left guard or are him and Josh Klein strictly right guards? Yeah. So they're more like a 
bigger bodies. Um, so I think those are more like the it's right guy's own it's, fit. Yeah, it's been more of this right, the right where the bigger guy is. So yeah. Yeah, it might be a, a type of thing. Um, and you're also kind of, in a way, oddly looking even for Klein's replacement for the following year because this will be his second year, and then he'll only have one more. Yep. So I mean, if you do, you can kind of draft a guard high. Yep. Because I mean, and who knows? Maybe we do see Samia as the. Air to right guard. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and like, well, you draft a left guard and Samia sits for another season and yeah. takes over Klein's job or something. I, I wouldn't be opposed. To, I don't know. I don't know much. I think it's a more of a tackle draft. High. It's kind of what it sounds like. It sounds like there isn't like you're, you know, a Quentin Nelson or some real, you know, beast guard. But 25th overall, if you took a guard that you kind of just was like plug and play, starting left guard, I wouldn't hate it. Doesn't really sound like. It. Doesn't really sound like. Early on in the process, as of now, yeah, like the value's really there it for even yeah. a late round, mm-hmm. it's, late first round. It's guard. early, but yeah, I'm hearing like just the articles I'm reading. It just sounds like there's not really a first round guard. Nope. So a second round guard, I think, would be kind of a perfect choice. Or you go get like another Josh Klein type. Yeah, a couple of the uh, the guards that are like ranked high are like the uh, the tweener guard center, where oh, you can keep them at center. Or you can move in yeah. regard, kind of like Eric McCoy mm-hmm. and or even Elgin Elgin Jen- Jenkins. Like it's, well, they already have a center. Well, Eric McCoy stayed at center, yeah. but Jenkins, it was like, well, they already have a center, so you'll play guard. And yep. He did well. Uh, Cesar Ru- Ruiz from Michigan and Tyler Biads. I don't know really how to pronounce his last name, but uh, they're both from the Big Ten. Ruiz from Michigan, Biads from uh, Wisconsin. Those are like the top two rated like center guard, mm-hmm. interior linemen. And they both can play either way. But, like, if you're looking at first-round guards, those would be, like, the top two players as of right now to kind of look at. I'd love to see a center guard that just kind of falls to us in the second that we feel good enough to plug him in. And then for the first pick, you can really go, like, best player available at, like, almost any position. Where where there's a guy with, like, sounds like he's got a fourth-round grade on him, but you feel really good at it where it's like, you know what, late in the second, this is the guy, won't lose out on him, and he's good enough to just – plug and play yeah right i'd love to be able to get a guy a so, guard like i don't a guard in the first it's like we just took a bradbury i don't want to like back-to-back interior linemen it just seems a little like Bleh. come on let's get some excitement so and we do have some pretty big needs at on defense but you know again like that's what the cowboys did for a while yeah they just drafted get, linemen yeah if and all of a sudden it's like yo hey we got fucking players i mean can you imagine being a cowboys fan when they took travis kendrick at 18 Brennan, he wasn't yeah. He was not like a first round center. People he was, were like, Ugh. yeah, he was like, you know, the fortieth ranked player on boards. And all of a sudden, you're taking him at at eighteen. A center that looked like a reach. Yeah, it worked out really well. I, I mean, again, I wouldn't be mad about it, especially if it's like, oh, this guy was clearly the best guy, and fuck yeah, let's plug him in and let's push some people around. But it's just going back to the like, oh, it's so boring. Yeah. We took one last year. And if you and could tell yeah. me I'm going to get one at the end of the second, that's like pretty good that we can still plug in. Then let me give you some really fun player in the first. But let's say you can either have. Zach Martin at 25, you know, yeah. a really good guard, yeah. or just a solid guard in the second. Yeah, or a solid guard in the second. A I Josh guess it, line type. Yeah, I, like, I guess it also depends on, well, who am I? Who, am I, who else am I getting with that? Yeah, who am I getting in that first round? Yeah. If, you're, if your line ended up being Reef, rookie second rounder, Bradbury, Klein, O'Neill, are you happy with that? Yeah, just because, like, this year our line was solid. Yeah. All of a sudden you tick out the weakest link and 
presumably upgraded, upgraded it. it. And you and moving to center, which we haven't talked about, Bradbury overall, I feel like showed enough where I like him, but he had some really bad games. You started off that, very bad. Yep. And moved along, progressed and, very well. And then Zadarius Smith showed up and knocked him on his ass again. The the dude's gotta get stronger. Yeah. Um which is like you would hope you upgrade the left guard and he improves. You know, that would be kind of the hope. And the hope is for Reef and Klein as they age to just stay stagnant. Stay stagnant. You know, yeah, you're not getting a decrease in them. Yeah, and then Brian O'Neill should even be getting, getting better. Yeah, you know? but you know Klein and Reef aren't getting any better. Yeah, so as long as they don't take like the uh, um, Andrew Whitworth, the left tackle for Rams, as long as you don't take that, yeah, that jump off a cliff mm-hmm. this next year. We're and, I, good. and the age-wise, I don't see that coming yet. No, because he was like 35 yeah, or something. He was a pretty like old yeah. left tackle. So. And like those tackles, like it's like, oh, you know, Reef's getting older, but Donald Penn, Whitworth, Jason Peters, they're all like 34, 35, 36. Mm-hmm. They're like, all about four, five, six years older than Reef. So. Yeah, so like Reef and hopefully Klein can last two, three more years before we have to worry about them falling off a cliff. Um, overall, offense. I would say, you know, like when it was good, and the going was good. It was it was, it was an A minus. It was yeah, it was up there. And when it I was bad, it was C. Yeah. It was pretty rare that it was real bad though. It was again, it goes Bears games, Packers games, and Forty uh, Niners games. I'm, I'm in between I'm B plus, B. A minus. Like, I actually thought our offense was pretty damn good this year. Yeah, I was going the same way. I'm going to go B plus. Yeah, I think I will too. Because there's offenses like the Chiefs and the Ravens. And that's – and like that's So, Chiefs good. Chiefs is probably like A plus. Chiefs-Ravens is A plus. Yeah. And then there's a couple other in between us, like, that don't have the, the – Yeah, then the, you got the A's the and down. the A minuses. Yeah, we're a B plus. I'd I say, say B plus. I think Stefanski did a great job. Kirk had a great year. If you take out – Two of the bad offensive games, no matter where they are, you probably move it into the A category. Yep. But I think you had two bad, two too many bad games to be in, in the A range. So, and I looking at it, what I think we need to improve, I would say left guard and maybe add one more receiving threat. Like otherwise, it's pretty set. Yeah, I think I, obviously guard over left tackle. Like that's a but must. like what? Yeah, like one new offensive lineman. A wide receiver. And not so And you know, I'm gonna add um a pure receiving threat at running back. Just as like just to add okay. something. Like a like there. a Cohen or like a Yeah, like you know, don't like invest like a, a third, fourth round pick, but maybe like, he could also double as the punt returner, kick returner. Yeah, but if you something. can find like a gimmicky guy in yeah. like the fifth round that you like a little burner or something. Something yeah. interesting. Yeah. You know, I I'd be more than happy to take a shot at one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Or if he ends up being like a, a slot receiver where yeah. he's like a five nut like a Dexter McCluster. Yeah, Tavon Austin. <laughs> yeah. Like but obviously I mean, not, not top ten. Already, yeah. yeah. But like if you can find like Tavon Austin in like the fifth round, like I'd be more than happy that to, to take that guy. It's kind of funny comparing the offense of like what the checklist or something will be, like the needs compared to the defense. Like the defense there's gonna be like seven of them I feel like. Yep. Offense it's you know well, at like minimum what like what passes the passes as like a, a successful offseason. Get Elfline out of there. That's almost it. it. Yeah, no, like I'd be. You could roll out everything else, and Optional, I'd be happy. Reef maybe can be upgraded, and add maybe a, a, some sort of third receiver that's a little more dynamic, and maybe some sort of 
you know, extra element to the backfield. Like we could just add that in with the dynamic thing. Yeah, those just... are all sort of like if they don't do it, that's fine. We have the same offense coming back with an upgrade at left guard. This team should be better. Yep. It's it, it's pretty it, simple on offense. It'd be really fun to get like one of those gimmicky guys. Uh, I guess Cohen's probably the uh, best uh, comparison, but like slot backfield kick returner, punt returner. Mm-hmm. That like, he, yeah, he could fill like a bunch of things. Yeah, yeah. Like you said like if we had a, a thing where it's like, hey, add a dynamic, add a receiver, and maybe a little a little gadget guy to running back, and it's the same guy, and he's also checking a punt return box and a kick return. Yeah. Let's do that. You know. Yeah. Or uh, kick return or punt return. Yeah. You know, if it's just if he's just only good at one of them, because mm-hmm. obviously they're two completely different things. But if we literally said, here's the you know the the B grade for the off season, how can you achieve that? Just replace offline. Yep. It's not an A+. Plus. You didn't go do something real crazy, real exciting, but you did the one thing you had to do to avoid failing. I think it's hard for the Vikings to achieve an A-plus this offseason for Not offense. with all the props. Well, an offense, yeah. It would, well, it would be well, like you drafted a guy in the first round that we weren't expecting. Yeah. You, you went first-round receiver, second-round left guard, or so, or even left guard in the first round, and... Sweet receiver. And, sweet, and like, whoa, we just Or like sweet a, corner. Yeah. Like the... Or just, I guess we're just on offense right now. To get an A-plus, you'd have to do something beyond elf line. You would, seriously, you would have to add what we think is an elite talent. Well, it'd be, the way you could do it would be like, say you cut Reef and you uh, sign Brandon Scherf and then you drafted a left tackle. Like that's, holy shit, you just, you just added two studs to our offensive line. Nailed it out of the park. Yep, because the weapons that. are the weapons are there. You just got two building blocks but, on the line. But are we looking at that going nailed it on <laughs> offense and then going holy shit? Do we have a lot of holes on defense? You know, to get the overall grade, that probably wouldn't end as an A. Yeah, and it's like a okay. So we're going with Holton Hill God, as our number that would one be corner. So like it'd be good offensively. Be like if like I know it's not Zimmer, but if you build an offensive juggernaut and have a couple holes on defense, it is what it is. That's what the Chiefs do. Yeah, I mean that's a lot of people say the least. You just going. you just gotta let uh, coach him up, Zim. You just gotta let Harrison Smith be Tyron Matthew and just say go. <laughs> go for a couple interceptions and maybe a strip sack and oh, up some who big cares about stopping him. Well, there was that tightened uh, up in the red zone. Did you see that? Uh, um, the play where they where Tyron Matthew laid out Corey Davis. I yeah, like the, yeah. Uh, did you see? Dropped him. Yeah. Did you see what Tyron Matthew said about that play? No. He's like. Uh, the Patriots ran a, ran that against us, and they almost scored a touchdown touchdown uh, off of it. So I knew it was going to come back at some point, and then it happened. And it's like, yeah, dude, you lit him up. <laughs> the funny thing about Corey Davis, terrible. Uh, he 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 was drafted over Patrick Mahomes. Oh yeah, the Titans yeah. team could have Mahomes. It's funny. Uh, some do this who, game forever though. I know, but it's, it's funny because like people were uh, tripping the Bears or whatever. For Tate train up for Trubisky, yeah. and then like a Jaguars reporter uh, retweeted it, and then somebody's like, "Dude, uh, shut up! You took Fournette over Mahomes." Oh right, <laughs> yeah, the they problem, took a running back. The problem was with with the Bears is like, you watched. I would even take Mahomes out of it. You watched Deshaun Watson win a championship and look like a beast, and you took. Trubisky, who played for like North Carolina, and like that was the like, wasn't even that good. like I liked Watson over Mahomes, like for sure. I didn't, sure really I, pay, I didn't pay much I think attention. Most people were honest, but they like, would go with that. Yeah, but like, like what's Watson was like unanimous, unanimously like number one on my board for quarterbacks. You need a quarterback. You're taking Watson first, and all of a sudden, like, 
I didn't really. It, it, it was weird. It was weird. Like, did you not watch the two back-to-back national title games where he shredded Alabama's defense and like the dude's clearly a winner and yeah. finishing the Heisman? Like, what won a Heisman? It's At like least it was top all, two. All that production, and you take the project at two, and you trade up for him. Like, it's just weird. The yeah. one-year starter that – but whatever. Uh, we're at I mean, we 46, t- so I don't know if we no need to be chit-chatting Jeez. too much about fucking Mahomes and Trubisky. This is true. Uh, um, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. I, I think our off-season ones did get a little lengthy last year. Yeah. Well, it's – we enjoy talking about it. Like, reviewing the games, it's, it's always fun and stuff, but, like, I like talking – Trades, re-signings, cuts. Like, what are you going to do contract-wise? We did stuff? start it and start talking about it this time of year. Yeah. This is our bread and butter. Yeah. And this this was actually a few weeks later. Like, last week, year, we had to do a reviews after 8, 7, and 1. So we got a couple extra weeks of yep. real games. Um, so, yeah, that was offense. I think well, there's a lot less uncertainty on offense, except we don't have a coordinator yet. So expect two and a half hours next week. Yeah. Defense going to be a long one. Strap <laughs> in. Yeah. Um, but they'll, and that'll also include Super Bowl talk. Yeah, props. Uh, so just we might props. have to go a little quicker on the uh, defense, think, which is going to be tougher. But or maybe we just roll with the props quickly right away. Yeah, we'll start with props and Super Bowl, and we'll jump yeah. into the uh, and we'll jump the into defense, the rest but, of you uh, composite. Okay. Well, anything left? No, I think that's it. You guys, uh, you guys take care. We'll catch you next week.